ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. On is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. And we are all over Rangers baseball. We're like a lot of you. We're uh, monitoring it. Uh, Some of you have uh, hopefully found a place to watch it. Maybe you're watching while listening to the Mosley Show. How cool would that be? Uh, If you are doing that, text us uh, 254-662-1660. That is at CNC Collision Center text line. Now, if you're wondering where you can listen to playoff baseball, we are a uh, Rangers affiliate, very proud uh, affiliate. And so we have, uh, we've got the Rangers on Fox as we speak. So generally, Aaron, you don't really come on the radio and try to send all your listeners elsewhere. But I kind of understand today because, listen, I'm doing the same thing. I'm watching baseball Come on. I mean, it's what we do. It's what all of us want to be doing and listening or watching it. So uh, we'll continue to do our show, talk about a lot of different things, including the Rangers. Uh, You can hear it 1330 a.m. or 93.9 FM. And both those are great uh, 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 signals there and uh, stations, and you should be able to hear it just fine. Uh, We... uh, uh, and, of course, we have all sorts of apps and all that kind of thing. But uh, Fox uh, Sports Radio uh, is the national programming that you get a lot on there. But our Fox Central Texas, of course, is 1330 a.m. and then 93.9 FM. This game started at 2.08. Actually started about 2. Well, yeah, yeah, it started around time. I was trying to remember if it got started right on time. They did, for the most part. And Rangers lead one nothing in the top of the fourth inning and got their run on a Josh Young sacrifice fly. And it was, um, I, think, I believe Nathaniel Lowe came around, uh, scored on a, uh, and, and uh, Josh Young, really nice piece of hitting, just uh, got the bat on the ball like he needed to. Got it deep enough in the outfield where there was no challenge. There was no uh, uh, challenge there. And so we have a, a bit of a pitcher's uh, uh, battle going up, uh, going down. Um, glass now for, um, I think it's technically Glass No, but a lot of people call him Glass now. Uh, Tyler Glass now for the Rays. Great pitcher. Uh, they So they got to him for that one run in the second inning. And they're hitting the ball well. They are. Now, unfortunately, they're hitting the ball at times right to folks, um, which is uh, uh, what just occurred. I believe Josh Young. Well, let's see who was up there. Um, well, they're they. And, and by the way, the uh, umpire, home plate umpire in this game, huge expanded zone, and so both pitchers getting the benefit of some off-the-plate, especially on that inside portion of the plate, um, getting some, uh, getting the benefit of that. And this is uh, going to be interesting because the Rays, who are a good defensive team, have been kind of booting the ball around today. And the old Texas Rangers, by the way, Aaron, our buddy, who we've loved play, seeing so much, uh, Evan Carter just had a uh, double 
to uh, put the Rangers second and third with um, with uh, two outs. And, uh, you know, this is kind of what the show's going to be today. Sorry. I mean, this is what everybody cares about is playoff baseball. And um, we need to be on here doing our show today. And so we'll just uh, kind of keep you up to date on what's going on. You can listen to the Rangers, 1330 AM, 93.9 FM. Now, 345 today or 340, we will do some NFL Blitz and we'll look around. We'll uh, continue to kind of update you when there are things going on, big-time things in the game. We do have the ability to uh, to go in there. And Aaron, runners on second and third with two outs. Uh, you let me know when we're ready. We might uh, we might give this thing a try real quick uh, uh, and do a live look-in. The great Ward White uh, said that was fine, who programs for us. Okay, good. Let's go to... Uh, uh, Tropicana Field, and you'll hear uh, Eric Nadell and Matt Hicks on the call. Uh, Rangers uh, second and third with uh, in the uh, top of the fourth. Oh, goodness. Okay. So, obviously, uh, okay. that As we were going to take you there, Simeon just popped out to third base. And um, so, but we'll be able to do that throughout the afternoon uh, during some sort of big moments in that thing. We'll just pop right in there live and uh, let you hear the um, Eric Nadell and Matt Hicks in the whole bunch. So um, uh, the boy, boy Tyler uh, Glasnow and uh, the Rangers starter Jordan Montgomery have been ducking in and out of trouble. Montgomery uh, in the, I believe it was the second inning, Rays had something going. And in fact, the Rays had runners on the corners with one out. And they tried to... I, I I don't know what they were trying to do, Aaron. I, I I'm still that was like a big basher looking guy up there hitting. I mean these guys rarely sacrifice bunt, and and maybe it was a. I don't I don't know I don't know exactly because I don't I think it was maybe a safety squeeze. I'm not sure what he was up to, uh, but he tried to bunt. It was a horrible bunt, and Montgomery could have just let it go foul. But he came running off the mound, and he made a diving catch on it for the second out. Huge, because then he comes back and gets out of the inning with a strikeout, and he's been good. I mean, he's you know they've obviously they've had some hits, they've had leadoff hits, uh, they had a double by Rosarina, but uh, only three hits on the day, and he's just kind of uh, been able to space everything out. So Montgomery really doing a nice job. Glasnow's pitching well for the Rays, although Rangers are getting on base and um, hitting the ball okay. Just have not been able to put things together. Um, there, There's some – the Rays are, like, throwing it. I mean, I, I, I don't – you know, they got a really good shortstop, and he he threw one in the dirt. Their first baseman, Aaron, well, uh, what's his um, – you know, he's a – was not Wandy, but because he's no longer with them. Anyway, their first baseman for the Rays is a pretty well-known hitter player, and he he uh, on one play Rangers ended up with a with a base hit out there, and he just didn't get off the base in time. I mean, just Leody Taveras hit one out to right field, uh, and he just bar- he just did not move quickly enough the uh, Rays' first baseman over there. Yandy, I knew. I was like, I wanted to call him Wandy. I'm like, no, Wandy's not with them right now. He's on on leave. 
But uh, Yandy Diaz, that's right, uh, Y-A-N-D-Y. And, in fact, Wandy is, uh, Yandy, excuse me, is at the plate as we speak. So, Rangers up one nothing. It is now in the bottom of the fourth. That is not Yandy, by the way. That's the Australian kid. They've got a guy from Australia. He's a pretty good player. Has played in like 15 straight games for them and uh, made the postseason roster. Only surprising thing, Aaron, to me on the Rangers roster, I mean, Zeke Duran did not make their postseason roster. Kind of sad for him because obviously he's had some really good moments lately, or excuse me, this year. But he had not been in recent weeks or even the last month or so. And so he was uh, he was uh, uh, left off the po- at least the roster for this series. Rangers going with the maximum 13 pitchers and then going with uh, 13 position players. Rays going with 15 position players, 11 pitchers and as Bochi pointed out before this game just not a lot of uh they don't pinch hit a lot they've got uh I think Grossman's in the lineup today so they got Garver that they can bring in to hit they also put hedges on because they need if they need a pinch runner they need the backup catcher they wanted another backup catcher uh so that was important to Boch uh, Bruce Bochy, and so that is the scene. The only time, really, they would pinch hit for anybody is if they got in a uh, – if if the Rays put in a left-hander, the Rangers might hit for Evan Carter late in this – you know, at some point in this game. I'm not saying it has to be late, but Evan got to start because they have a righty out there. So lots going on with the Rangers, and again, that game is on Fox – uh, 13:30 a.m., 93.9 FM. We got a lot of baseball talk today. Got some guests lined up. Got one of my old Dallas Morning News buddies, and uh, in typical form, by the way, Aaron. Feel free to tell me if we need to take a break. I've got my, uh, I've got the the game on in a in a sense where I can't see the actual time. So just holler at me if we need to take a break at some point. Um, you know. The uh, the this is Baylor Tech Week. It's also Texas OU. That's another thing we'll talk about both in uh, Campus Confidential today and at four o'clock with Todd Wills, one of my old morning news buddies who covered the Rangers for the Dallas Morning News. He's going to jump on with us at four o'clock and talk a little Rangers baseball. And he's a big University of Texas guy. Um, Aaron, I did. We we are going to have. Uh, Joey McGuire on with us tomorrow, the uh, Texas Tech head coach. In fact, I need to make sure I've passed that along to uh, Drake and Cam because they have been known to get the opposing head coaches as well. Their show now noon to two each day, the Drake Toll Show with Cam Stewart. And then at one, uh, excuse me, at 11, you have... uh, uh, you have Ward White's. His noon show has moved to 11, the press box. And he's got Lark uh, Smith involved with that, and Lark does a great job. So that's fun to have uh, Lark on board. And, um, I, I, you know, so far for the Rangers, just the only thing I would say is 
The Rays are scuffling in the field. It is now going to the fifth inning already. Rangers up one to nothing, and you really need to take advantage of some poor defense by the Rays. And and actually, they've hit. They've got four hits uh, against Glass now. He he uh, he's just got nasty stuff. He's a power pitcher. His breaking stuff's uh, great. Elevates the ball, which is this team's kryptonite, which is the Rangers' kryptonite, because he puts the ball up high. Now, Montgomery is a sinker ball pitcher, and in fact, about 45% of uh, the pitches he throws are sinkers. And um, and then uh, the only other thing, Aaron, I thought you'd find interesting, the Rangers did. Jonathan Hernandez, who's been kind of a nice pitcher out of the bullpen for them, did not make the postseason because of some kind of lat injury, apparently. He did not end up. I'll tell you who did, though. Grant. You remember that guy that came up, Aaron, a while back? Grant is his first name, the uh, reliever. And we were just kind of like, man, that guy's good. He was, like, really good early on. And he kind of faded. Well, he's kind of known as a ground ball pitcher. And so he did end up on the postseason roster. And then an old name that you'll remember um and you might even go back to when the rangers were going to the playoffs a long time ago that's about the time he made his debut with the rangers or maybe just after that matt bush is back with the rangers he's been in triple a been doing great started this year with a big lug uh, big league club in milwaukee and was awful and then he kind of got it turned around in triple a with the rangers and Matt Bush, Aaron, you remember his story? Kind of an amazing story. Was out of baseball, um, was uh, in you know trouble for some stuff, and I think was incarcerated at one point. Came back, uh, ended up being a power arm for the Rangers. Then kind of faded, as you see with some of these uh, some of these relievers. But Matt Bush is back on this uh, Rangers postseason lineup. So. Much to discuss there. You know, on a Baylor front, while I'm thinking about it, and, uh, okay, and, and there will be moments today I get a little distracted when things happen <laughs> with the Rangers, but in the top of the fifth inning, Seeger almost left the ballpark. Ball goes off the wall, and, uh, and Seeger ends up with a leadoff double uh, to start the fifth inning. And, um, Aaron, I'll tell you what, we'll, uh, um, we'll, we'll take a quick break and we may come back and, and, uh, oh, by the way, Aaron, on that ball, Siri was out there in center and had a total play on it and he just missed it. Hit his arm. At, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I couldn't tell if it hit the heel of his glove or, or maybe you're right. Maybe kind of like right below that yeah, kind of hit the wrist. Uh-huh. Hit his wrist and he's mad and glass now gave him that. <laughs> Glassnow gave him that look like, are you serious? It would have been a nice catch. It would have been a nice catch, but uh, but the ball uh, bounced away, and so the Rangers have runner on second. Aaron, what time are we looking at right now? It is 3.17. 3.17 on the Matt Mosley Show as we keep you up to date on all this, uh, on all this baseball. Well, um... And uh, Aaron, I, I I think we could we could go a little long here if we needed to. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we with the Rangers uh, with a runner at second and 
Uh, they're uh, in Grossman at the plate. Why don't we uh, Why don't we do a live look in from Trop- uh, Tropicana Field? Uh, for Rangers Rays. Plans include priority access to next year's All-Star Game. Explore your options at rangers.com slash season tickets. Dolis a strikeout and has reached on a throwing error by the shortstop. But he has been uh, the Rangers' big moment player more often than not. You know, when you talk about the history between the Rangers and Tampa Bay in postseason, it would be incomplete if you just talked about those two division series. Uh, There was a game that was not technically a postseason game but cost the Rangers postseason. A game number 163 in 2013 played at our place against Tampa Bay. Pitch to Adolis is fouled high in the air off to the right. In that game David Price whom the Rangers always had great success against uh, was phenomenal and the Rays beat the Rangers 5-2 with Martin Perez taking the loss. So again, not technically a postseason game, but it was a one-game play-in uh, to become uh, the wild card, and the Rangers lost that game. All right, yeah, there it was, uh, Eric Nadell, the Hall of Famer. You heard his voice there. Again, we'll do some live look-ins. Uh, Grossman walked. Uh, Rangers have runners on first and second, and we've just had a mound visit out there so the rangers uh, got a little something going here uh we will uh, uh we'll step away for a little bit and then uh when we come back we'll uh we'll bring you up to date as the rangers have a one nothing lead over the rays playoff baseball from tropicana field wild card uh series in the uh in the top of the fifth inning that is next Cowboys football 2023. Shotgun for Prescott. Looking left, looking right. Only heard here. You check down to Dowdle on the right side, running hard. All season. Rico Dowdle, touchdown Cowboys. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers live from Levi's Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the 49ers Sunday starting with the pregame at 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. 
now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Dooley Noted Law is a firm without the sledgehammer. I'm Michael Dooley, and you don't have to press one to talk. I'm not a fast food restaurant, and I don't wear a suit and tie unless you want me to. I've met so many Central Texans who want to start a business with an online service. Cheap on the front end, but it creates a poor foundation. Duly Noted Law creates an affordable, strong base to keep the money that you've earned in your pocket. Let's meet at DulyNoted.com, a human side of the law. Want to celebrate the Bears' big win or watch every road game on big screen TVs? Sound up loud and Bear fans all around? The Buckle is where you need to be. With a location just off campus, within walking distance of the stadium, the Buckle is a perfect den for food and beverages. Open two hours before kickoff. And get ready for the Buckle's full restaurant, opening in China Spring real soon. Drop on by the Buckle, the place for bears to be. Dynamic Fabrication Solutions specializes in industrial maintenance, structural steel fabrication, and erection, all forms of welding, and much more. Their team of qualified professionals have secured a sterling reputation in delivering high-quality products and outstanding customer service. They are committed to delivering the best product possible in an efficient manner so you can move forward with peace of mind. Dynamic Fabrication Solution LLC is the number one specialty contractor in Central Texas. For more information, dynamic-fs.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, it is uh, Matt Mosley Show. Uh, Rangers now up 2-0. Two, two uh, you can listen to this game on Fox, 1330 AM, 93.9 FM. But if you want to just hang with us, we're keeping you updated as well. And Rangers just scored on a wild pitch. And uh, wow. And so they now, though, uh, Heim just walked. Uh, bases juiced, and uh, boy, they are they are trying to break through here with one out in the uh, uh, the the top of the fifth inning at Tropicana Field, where the Rangers and the Rays are involved in Game One of this set. Uh, Aaron, let's uh, 
Let's uh, now. Aaron's a little bit ahead of me. Aaron's still same uh, bases loaded with um, with Tavares at the plate. Yes, Tavares with an zero and two count now with still one out. All right, let's go to let's go to the drop and let's listen. He swung under it. That's seven strikeouts for Glass now, and it's up to Josh Young to try and add to the margin. Young a sacrifice fly and a line drive to center field. Officially 0 for 1, but with the only run batted into the game, the second run scoring on the wild pitch. Here's the pitch, and that one just missed the curveball. It's gone more to the curve here in the fifth inning. Evan Carter, the on deck batter. Here comes the pitch. Young is swinging this, and it's 1 and 1. The Rangers had the bases loaded with nobody out. They've put one across, and Young awaits a 1-1 pitch with two outs. Here it comes. Swing and a miss. Third again. And Glass now just uh, relying on Uncle Charlie here. It is one and two. The ball has so much drop to it. He kind of waited to start wheeling it out heavily. The fans are waving yellow towels right now. Still a lot of empty seats, but the place has filled in. Here's the one-two. Struck him out swinging on another curve. What a job by Glass now. Yeah, Rangers uh, blow a big opportunity. They did score one on the wild pitch. But, uh, boy, back. I mean, a pop fly with the bases loaded. There was a pop fly, and then there were strikeouts there. I'd, uh, and, and Glass now went to... The, the curveball, as you heard Eric Nadell talking about, and what I didn't get with Tavares' approach, Aaron, was like, why? Leody has got to shorten the swing up there with one out and the bases loaded um, in that situation, and he was, like, trying to hit a grand slam. Like, he just, I mean, he was just kind of waving at it with this monster swing. They just needed to... Yeah, it just needed, and then Young struck out just on a gnarly pitch. He was, it, it was a breaking ball, but he was like way off of it and just kind of looked really bad up there, and it dropped like crazy, and uh, and he just was he wasn't even even anywhere close to it. So it kind of made him look bad as this uh, as this one goes to the bottom of the fifth. Rangers up to nothing. Aaron, if uh, the bullpen can't hold this one, and they rarely can, can they? We'll go back to we'll go back to that sequence, and that'll be uh, that'll be something we kind of come back to and talk about again. If you want to listen to this game in its entirety without any uh, interruptions from us, uh, you go over to Fox thirteen thirty a.m. ninety three nine FM, whichever you prefer there. And uh, we do have the game over there. Now, we will have the uh, NFL Blitz coming up at 340. And we'll kind of go around and see uh, what all is going on with the Cowboys. Today is Tuesday, so a lot of the NFL teams are off. Um, we're just getting ready to start. Let's see. Yeah, it's almost first pitch in this other AL wildcard game. Blue Jays and Twins. 
that one's on ESPN. Uh, if you want to watch that, uh, I I I'm embarrassed for the Rays fans. I always am. You turn on this game today, and there's just a ton of seats in the upper part of that uh, of that ballpark. It's an indoor. They've never been able to sell it out. But you never want to hear like the on on ABC today. Sean McDonough says, Aaron, something to the effect of. Um, well, it is a school day. It's like, it's a playoff baseball game. Nobody cares if it's a school, a school day. That's crazy. And I mean, there are tons of empty seats. It's a playoff baseball game. If you can't fill your ballpark for a, for a, uh, a baseball game like this, uh, a playoff baseball game, Aaron, you kind of. You you don't deserve to host one. I know you kind of have to stick with whatever, but you really don't. You do not deserve to host one if you can't fill it up. As the Rangers hold on in the bottom of the fifth to a two nothing lead, and Aaron uh, is keeping an eye on things too. Aaron, I've broken away from the game for a second, so if something starts to happen and we need to do kind of a live look in. Uh, we will uh, we will do that now. Lots going on in the sports world, man. I I've been looking at these uh, betting odds. You know what uh, Texas OU. Uh, th- this is as exciting of a buildup to a Texas OU game as we've seen in the past. Well, like twelve years. I think the last time you had ranked um, unbeaten teams, you had to go back to 2011. And I I don't think OU's that great, but I think this will be a fun matchup. And I don't think it'll be the wipeout that it was last year. And OU's quarterback, Aaron, if we were going to say right now, like, who's playing, who's the best quarterback in the Big 12 you know, yours has been fine. I mean, he hasn't been sensational, but he's been pretty good. Uh, I would put him up there, but I might put the OU quarterback tops. Dylan Gabriel has looked unbelievable. Now, who is uh, is K? Because did Howard get banged up at one point, Aaron? You know, K State has a real good quarterback. I like Will Howard. To me, those are probably the top three. I got to say, I know he's been banged up, but the way Shapen finished that game for the Bears, I got him as a top five Big 12 quarterback right now. He was unbelievable in finishing out that game. The second half, I think he threw for, oh, I don't know, about 256 yards and and threw it all around the yard. Uh, Baldwin stepped up in a monstrous way. Monterey Baldwin, and listen, we've – He's been kind of like, oh, I don't like the body language. Oh, what's going on with Monterey? Man, he was a huge part of that comeback. He was awesome the other day. And then, Aaron, I don't think we got to mention it yesterday. Caden Jenkins was named the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Week. Started to say Freshman of the Week, but no, it was Defensive Player of the Week. He had the uh, 70-yard fumble return. And then he had the uh, interception that really um, that really helped uh, fuel the comeback. Um, the uh, I, I you know some of the things that are going on around. Um, uh, wow! And by the way, 
this before the Rangers game today, Chris Young had to come out and defend his team's postseason clinching celebration. Aaron, that happened Saturday night. You and I have kind of joked about it, that they had the champagne celebration. Could they have waited another day? Did they really need to do that? And the there was an Astros reporter, and I know this guy. I mean, I've, I don't know him that well, but he's been around a long time. I think it's Brian McTaggart was with the Chronicle for a long time. I think he's with MLB now, MLB.com. And he basically came out and said, hey, you know, Rangers were partying Saturday night and the Astros didn't, you know, had a quick toast and moved on about their business. And, boy, the Rangers were very upset about this. Now, at first, Aaron, I thought it was like Evan Grant, the writer for the Morning News, who was most upset which is kind of funny because he's a Rangers beat writer for a newspaper. You know, beat writers, you don't really, you're not supposed to like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to take up for the hometown team. But that's what this thing kind of turned into. And Chris Young, Rangers mild-mannered, mild-mannered general manager, and this was a big story on ESPN this morning. I saw this when I woke up today. He said <laughs> he thinks it's, quote, ridiculous that's even a subject. And he ripped an Astros reporter. He called it pretty poor journalism uh, for a, quote, classless comparison of the in-state rival celebrations. Aaron, you know how you avoid all that? You don't lose three or four. You don't lose three or four to end the season. And you go ahead and win the division. And then you don't get caught up in this mess. Now, Rangers up 2-0 in the bottom of the fifth. This game is on our Fox affiliate. Um, we want to let you know if you want to hear the game without any interruptions. We're we're keeping you up to date with it. And, uh, of course, we're watching it. Uh, 13.30 a.m. and then 93.9 FM is how you can hear it on our Fox uh, Central Texas affiliate. Of course, you hear Temple on there with Ward White. You hear the Temple Coaches Show that Ward does. You hear Mary Harden Baylor. So uh, Fox uh, Central Texas, very important uh, station for us. Uh, Aaron, what's what has uh, happened? What's transpiring in the bottom of the fifth? Monty just zip right through it. Three up, three down. So whoa, another good whoa, uh, another great inning for for Montgomery. He looks yeah. he looks amazing so far. All right, and you know how this goes, Aaron. Usually in playoff games, first sign of trouble, you go to the bullpen. That's not what the Rangers want to do. <laughs> now they've got – who do they have out there that they can – you know, they, I, I don't know exactly how they're going to use – have we seen – got to look again, Aaron. Do we know exactly how they're setting this rotation up? Montgomery, trying to think who's healthy. Um, because they've been using Heaney and Perez out of the bullpen – um, Avaldi, you would think, will be involved, and then Dunning pitched the other day, so you got to think maybe he'll be. He pitched Sunday; he could be ready for a game three, perhaps. So I guess that's how it'll be, right? Uh, it's uh, Monty today, Avaldi tomorrow, and then maybe they could come back with Dunning. Is that what you're seeing, Aaron? I think that's correct, yeah. Okay, okay. I was just uh, 
I was thinking about, I was so focused on Montgomery starting today, I hadn't looked to see exactly how they were uh, setting up the rotation. Um, And Young went on to say Monday that these guys um, earned the right to pop those champagne bottles, and that was the extent of our celebration. It had no impact whatsoever on Sunday's game. Well, it doesn't help, does it, Aaron, when you go out there and score zero runs against a team that has nothing to play for, and and they and and they lose one to nothing on Sunday. And I again, I I understand what they're saying, um, and so anyway, I Bochi handled it. Um, Bo Bochi handled it the right way. He simply said. Once we get on the plane, realizing you're in postseason, and like I said, you get your head back to where it needs to be. You don't want to get caught up in all this mess between the Astros and the Rangers, but certainly it is a little fun to uh, to monitor all that. All right, we're going to continue. Uh, one other uh, – oh, and Aaron, I, I want to remind me, I want to get into this uh, Bill O'Brien – and you may have this in your report for uh, the NFL Blitz. I'll tell you what we'll do, Aaron. Let's do a little different. We won't play the music because we reserve the right. Let's do some NFL Blitz next. We won't play the music, though. We'll just do some stories, and then we reserve the right, of course, to jump into this Rangers game if uh, the Rangers are threatening. It is now the top of the sixth inning. Rangers, uh, Rangers at the plate from Tropicana. Uh, in St. Petersburg, um, Florida. Uh, That is all coming up next. The Bears are back home at McLean Stadium this Saturday, hosting Coach Joey McGuire and the Texas Tech Red Raiders on Go Gold Weekend in Waco. 5 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show with a 7 p.m. kickoff. Join John, JJ, and Ricky for all the play-by-play. It's the Bears and the Red Raiders. Big 12 football this Saturday. And it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. 
I'm Joe Kaleo. Businesses are driven by vision and passion, and we share that drive. We aim to build a relationship with you to help ensure your financial plan matches your ambition. Together, let's bring your vision to life. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Make sure your vehicle is fall and winter ready. Take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. Their staff has more than 200 years of combined experience with several master technicians who know all aspects of repairs. They use state-of-the-art equipment, keeping on the leading edge and taking the guesswork out of complicated tasks. Best auto repairs since 2002. Like Complete Car Care Center Incorporated on Facebook and join the family. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are their business. 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Elevate your career with a new job at Time Manufacturing Company. First, second, and third shifts are available. CNC machinists start at $21 an hour. Welders start at $22 an hour. And second and third shift differential is an additional $250 an hour. Time Manufacturing is a leading global manufacturer of vehicle-mounted aerial lifts, digger derricks, bucket trucks, and bridge inspection equipment. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Want to cover sports, news, try advertising, broadcasting? Well, the Baylor Department of Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media has the skills, knowledge, and opportunities you need to succeed in your next career. With five major concentrations and a nationally recognized student media program, whatever you need, we've got you covered. Start your degree today and make a difference. Check us out online and remember, for the best skills in the biz, with Baylor Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media, we've got you covered. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We normally do some uh, uh, some NFL blitz here. We're going to do it something a little different because, of course, we're monitoring. Now, if you want to listen to the entire Rangers game, want to let you know we have it on our Fox affiliate, thirteen thirty a.m. ninety three nine FM, and uh, Rangers are have taken a. Uh, Four nothing lead in uh, the bottom of the fifth, and uh, Corey Seager uh, hit a ball to the outfield. It was a uh, a single, 
And the fielder for uh, the outfielder for the Rays tried to kind of, kind of, you know, it hopped on him and it hopped up out of his glove. Then he tried to throw uh, to third and he airmailed it. And I mean, just Tampa Bay has been awful uh, uh, fielding four errors today. That's the most in a postseason game in their franchise history. Four errors. Uh, Diaz has looked bad at first. Their shortstop has one that I remember. And then that outfielder just absolutely he misplays a ball. Now they were pro- they were going to score at least one run, and that was um, was that Siri that did that, Aaron? Yeah, the center fielder. How do we <laughs> played a bad hop on the single by Seager, and then a terrible mm-hmm. throw to third to try to get Simeon went into the stands. I feel like there's a joke there. Siri, make a bad play in the outfield. <laughs> I'm sure it's been made before, but that's the first one I've heard. That's pretty great. <laughs> so Siri, um, I swear earlier in this game when I heard his name, I kind of did that. I was like, wait, Siri, that's funny. S-I-R-I, and he's just out there butchering things. And the Rangers, I mean, after the what they've gone through late in the season and all the peaks and valleys deserved a little good fortune, you got to put these balls in play to have the Rays booted around, and they have booted it around everywhere. Now, the thing you have to do is go ahead and go win this game, and Rangers, uh, like right there, Aaron, with the bullpen the Rangers have and our lack of trust in it, when you have a runner at third and you have one out, you need to get that runner home, right? And with one out, Rangers, uh, first of all, he's been over there and they've had one fly ball that they weren't able to score on. They decided not to. And now there's two outs. And Nathaniel Lowe just grounded out to end the Oh, year. goodness. Okay. So with a runner on third – which would be probably Seeger over there. Um, yeah, low grounds out weakly to first base, and the Rays get out of the inning. But uh, still, big Rangers add two more to get it to 4 nothing. Uh, the starter, Glass, now out of the game. He's been so mad at his defense. Now, that was not an error, by the way, Aaron, on that guy that, you know, Probably should have caught the ball at the wall on Seeger's first mm-hmm. big hit of the game. That was not an error, but they've had four errors. And, uh, and Glass now just, I mean, just to watch his reaction, it's just like, really? You are going to play this horribly behind <laughs> me? <laughs> and the Rangers um, up four to nothing as we go to the bottom of the sixth inning, sixth inning. Now, no lead is safe with this Rangers bullpen. The good news is Monty's pitch count, I think, is in pretty good shape. Now, Aaron, when they come back on, look up there and see if you can see Monty's pitch count here in the uh, bottom of the sixth inning. I mean, it is, even though it's the Rangers, it is playoff baseball. And if he can get through the sixth inning, I guarantee you they're probably going to go uh, I wish they wouldn't, but I, I think they'll probably start going to the bullpen at that point. You almost never, unless it's like some unbelievable starter, you don't, you just don't see 
uh, starters go seven innings in the postseason. But maybe he'll do it. Maybe he'll do it. But uh, we'll take a peek at what the uh, um, what that situation looks like. Um, now, I wanted to look also and update you. And, again, to hear the game in its entirety, uh, we do have it on Fox, 1330 a.m. and uh, 93.9 FM. We normally wouldn't be sending you to a different uh, station, but that's okay. It's our family of networks, and we uh, we totally understand if you need to leave us and go listen to the whole game. Uh, I'd love for you to stay with us because we're going to have a fun guest at uh, 4 o'clock. We're going to be talking some baseball. Now, it's the uh, middle of the first. We're about to go to the bottom of the first inning uh, in Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis, where the Blue Jays and uh, and the Twins are getting it on. That game has just started, and uh, we'll go into the bottom of the first inning. And then, uh, by the way, Monty earlier in this game, just if it's it just going to be uh, just an incredible play on a bunt attempt by the Rays, and he makes a diving backhanded catch and I don't guess I don't know if that ball would have gone foul I'm not sure but um pretty great play by Monty uh Aaron what is uh Jordan Montgomery's pitch count as uh, he pitches now in the bottom of the sixth inning it was 59 to start the inning so it's at 61 as he's got a uh, one one count to the first batter okay one one count in the uh, bottom of the six, and as the day unfolds, we have been, uh, especially during some of these uh, rallies, we've been taking you to some of the action. Uh, and right now, Rangers uh, appear to be in uh, pretty good, pretty good shape. But it, man, this is always a fun time of year. Uh, now, Aaron, we'll, we we usually do the NFL blitz here. Uh, walk us through a couple of your uh, NFL stories, and we'll react to those. Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert fractured the middle finger on his left hand, the team confirmed today. Herbert would be listed as probable and would still play Sunday if the Chargers weren't on a bye this week, but they do have a bye after their 24-17 to win over the Raiders where Her- Herbert injured his non-right throwing hand in the third quarter of that game. Yeah, I mean, that is very concerning, but a great time for them to have a bye. And after a very slow start, they're kind of climbing back in this thing. Aaron, is that right? Uh, I was so caught up in, in Cowboys and other stuff the other night. The, uh, the, the, they have, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers have uh, gotten back in this thing at 2-2. Two and two, Is that correct? Yeah, they uh... – Averted early season disaster after an 0-2 start and are uh, looking pretty good, at least the offense. All right. I hope, Aaron, you got to check out a little bit of the Manning cast last night. Will Farrell was on there in the second quarter. Um, but I, I'm trying to figure this out, Aaron. Rookie center John Michael Schmitz. And tight end Daniel Bellinger left the 24-3 loss to Seattle uh, and did not return after the unsuccessful with the what they call the tush push. Is that I guess that's where like quarterback sneak type deal where they get in behind him and, and it says Schmitz is dealing with a shoulder injury and Bellinger sustained a knee injury. 
Um, Boat Dayball said it was a fourth and one rush attempt on the Giants' opening drive last night, and Dayball conceded it wasn't something the Giants had practiced live recently. <laughs> well, that's good. Oh, oh, always, it's always great to go into a game and do something that you haven't practiced lately. Oh, geez. The Giants called to play at the Seattle 27 that the Eagles have seemingly made commonplace, referred to with the Eagles as the brotherly shove. The idea is quarterback sneaks forward in a short yardage situation and is aided with a push from behind by the players in the backfield. New York had offensive lineman Mark Glowinski and Shane Lemieux in the backfield flanking running back Matt, uh, how do you say that, Aaron, Breida, Breida, B-R-E-I-D-A. Matt Breida. Quarterback Daniel Jones took the snap and was pushed forward. It got stuffed. This thing always works for the Eagles. And uh, Dayball said, we've been successful with it. They did a good job of stopping it. Got some penetration, built a wall, and ended up stopping the play. I mean, okay, maybe they have been successful, but might want to try it in practice. Might want to run the ball. Might want to have a live look at that if you want to get out there and you want to put some random linemen in your backfield and do a tush push. That's the most ridiculous thing to call it. Can we just call it? It it is pretty bad. Yeah. Can we just call it, you know, the quarterback Quarterback shove? Or whatever. The brotherly shove is fine because that's that's kind of the Eagles deal. But this is embarrassing. They weren't ready to do it. And uh, uh, the uh, boy, Geno Smith, he got banged up in that game. and, and um, Wasn't happy. <laughs> he was not happy. And uh, did you have that quote in front of you, Aaron? I have it if you don't. Um, but you want me to do it? Uh, yeah. He's, well, uh, Geno Smith, after – he limped off the field and missed two series late in last night's loss. Uh, excuse me, went over the Giants from a hit by linebacker Isaiah Simmons. He said, quote, a dirty play, dirty play. You guys can see it. It's a dirty play. It's no place in this sport for that, and hopefully something happens. But other than that, the grace of God allowed me to come back into this game, and I'm happy to be back out there. They obviously mm-hmm. went on to win easily 24-3. to there's no need for that type of stuff. It's a hard-fought game. We're all battling, but there's no need to take shots at guys running out of bounds on the sideline. And I I mean, I I the I was watching the Manning brothers and the only thing good about watching this horrible Giants team, Aaron is like watching Eli have to endure. Now, Eli had his moments, right? But he did win two Super Bowls and certainly had a great career for the Giants. It did not end particularly well. And I just, he knows that fandom. And and I was watching him last night and he goes, he knew it was about to happen. I can't remember what Daniel Jones did, but he goes, here come the Boo Birds. And right as he said it, the 
the whole crowd just starts booing the Giants like crazy. It's kind of like Eli knew it was about to happen. And um, and they, they did have a moment, Aaron, which, um, what is that, uh, from Wedding Crashers, where Will Ferrell had that cameo in there, and he was hollering at his ah, mom for the meatloaf. Meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> meatloaf. And, and so Will Ferrell was telling them, like, you know, how you're supposed to do it. And they had Eli hollering, Mom, meatloaf. And Farrell was just saying, no, you've got to have some anger. And, 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 uh, he, and Peyton said, would you give that like a one or a two? And Farrell said he would give Eli a 1.2. And like and uh, so anyway, Will Ferrell was like calling plays, and again, we knew two kind of questionable teams, questionable matchup, and it ended up being a bad game, twenty-four to three. I mean, it's football, so we're going to watch it. But for the most part, by the end, everybody had moved on, and the only thing that was interesting was the Manning cast. All right, we're going to get you caught up. Rangers baseball again you can listen to the Rangers game on our Fox affiliate uh that's our sister station 13:30 a.m. 93.9 FM and that'll be a good place for you to get caught up. Uh we got Joey McGuire tomorrow, Texas Tech head football coach and now we're going to talk to one of my old buddies from the Dallas Morning News, big-time baseball writer, big-time Texas Longhorn. Um, Todd Wills joins us next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh-squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. At Lewis Insurance Group, we work for our customers, not the insurance companies. Let us take care of all your insurance needs, your business, your home, your farm and ranch. We want to serve you with all your insurance needs. We have over 100 carriers, and we write and shop our insured rates annually to make sure you're getting the best rates available. At Lewis Insurance Group, we have 50 years combined experience and the best customer service in the business. Call Lewis Insurance Group today at 254-753-2505. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate, UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com, or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows, they've got that brand new home effect. 
so windows direct. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Robinson Athletic Booster Club proudly supports the athletics of Robinson High School, a nonprofit organization comprised solely of volunteers that lend a hand and encourage everyone to participate, whether in concession sales, event planning, finances, or even time. Robinson Athletic Booster Club is able to support the athletic program by purchasing equipment, supplies, and providing scholarships. For more information on how you can help, contact Denise at 254-214-3625. Let's go Rockets! Are you looking for a new set of wheels? First Central Credit Union Auto Financing offers fast, complete coverage. Competitive rates and flexible terms make for a win in financing your next vehicle. A quick online application makes it easy to score the money you need at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member in CUA. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, We uh, are keeping you up to date on the Rangers going to the bottom of the 7th. And, uh, boy, Jordan Montgomery has been tremendous. Pitch count still in good shape. And uh, we're being joined by my longtime buddy, Todd Wills. And uh, Todd uh, used to cover the Rangers for the Dallas Morning News, the Arlington Morning News. Todd, it's uh, it's great to have you. And, uh, yeah. man, how fun is it to, to have some Rangers playoff baseball? Have not seen that in a – in a good while, and so uh, I think, uh, I, I you know, this just it, it, it kind of brings back some good vibes and good memories. And right now, Todd, unless we jinx this thing, uh, Rangers are up for nothing in the bottom of the seventh. Well, it's been a fun season just to, to watch overall, Matt, just uh, all the way. I know the series that we had against Seattle toward the end of the, you know, in the weekend wasn't great. Uh, the loss on Thursday hurt, but you know, it doesn't matter now you're in the playoffs or in a wild-card series. And, you know, I think um, if you listen to a lot of national experts, I was watching ESPN some today, you know, they're really uh, all picking against the Rangers. Now, I noticed where all the morning news guys picked the Rangers. So, you know, I, I think the Rangers are a lot better team than they're being given credit for coming into this playoffs. 
Yeah, isn't it wild to see a playoff baseball game, even though we know the history of the Trop, the Tropicana field there uh, with the Rays in St. Petersburg. But what a that's an embarrassment, isn't it? To I mean, it has to be to baseball to go to on ABC and turn on a playoff game and see, like early in that game, it was a stunning amount of empty seats. Now, maybe some of them have filled up, but uh, I don't think any other baseball uh, uh, park in, in Major League Baseball would have this type situation. That, that's, that's bad for baseball, uh, but it doesn't seem like they ever are able to do anything. Of course, the Rays are always really good. Yeah, they are. They know how to build a team through their far system. They also make great trades, too. They fleece teams, um, you know, with trades they make. And uh, they're just a, they're a solid franchise. The ballpark is horrible. I've been there. It's, it's a terrible place to watch a game. And you're right. There's just no atmosphere. It's already dead because it's in that, um, in that dome. But then you combine that with the fact that the fans just don't support the team. I do think they have a new stadium deal in place. So maybe when they get that done, they'll be able to move in and maybe – you know, the fans will pick up and support the team better. But, I mean, they're a formidable opponent. They won a lot of games this season. But, you know, this is pretty much a Jordan Montgomery start that the Rangers are beginning for him ever since he got traded here. You look up every time he starts, and he's got a shutout going into the sixth or seventh inning. Yeah, Todd and then it's Wills. The bullpen. Sorry, Matt. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, then it's just a matter of the bullpen, you know, holding on to the lead. Yeah, and and that's no uh, that's no sure thing, which is why we would love to see Monty continue on here. And uh, uh, I mean, his stuff's just so he's got the sinker, he's got the changeup. I loved hearing a few weeks ago an interview with uh, uh, Cody Bradford, a young pitcher for the Rangers, uh, who basically said when he sat down and watched uh, Monty in one of those games, like. He took notes. He had notes with him. And, uh, by the way, Josh Young makes a great play over on third. Uh, I don't know how hard that ball was hit. It, it may be not as hard as I thought initially, but still made a nice play on it. And uh, and Margot is out for the Rays. So uh, they are kind of on him right now, I would say, Montgomery. But still, uh, when you get a play, that, that was a very nice play, by the way, on uh, Josh Young. And a reminder, Todd, if you'll indulge me real quick, I need to remind our folks, um, 13.30 a.m. and 93.9 f.m., that's, uh, that's, our, that's our Fox uh, affiliate, Temple Belton, Fox Central, Texas. You can listen to this Rangers game. Todd, I normally would not try to send our listeners elsewhere, but – no, I just want them it. to know that that's out there in case they need to uh, to hear that. Now, this is unlike the Rays, isn't it, Todd? Like to have the, uh, first of all, stunning amount of errors, but aren't they kind of known for being, you know, really good on defense and solid in that area? Uh, this seems like uh, Rangers kind of uh, have been really able to take advantage of just a horrible day in the field for the Rays. Yeah, it just seems like every time the Rangers go into the trop, it's just everything goes their way. What are they five no? Um, yeah, there in the playoffs, um, and since they, you know, they played the Rays obviously quite a bit in the postseason. But you had the wild pitch, you've had the poor defense. Glassnow was, you know, had a lot of strikeouts, but he also had some, you know, the wild pitch and, and some walks. So you know, the Rangers have have done what they needed to 
and uh, and they put a couple of runs. You know, that second run to get that, you know, they had the bases loaded, no outs. They only got one run out of, out of the inning on the wild pitch. But, you know, they've got the lead, and this is the kind of the part where Montgomery kind of starts running, I guess, and that's when you're going to need your bullpen. Yeah, and uh, Rays did um, get kind of a, a little bloop single there uh, on the uh, Rangers here. So we'll keep an eye on it to see. Uh, I mean, you know, he's he's just been excellent in this game, and they're showing right now. I was just watching a montage of all his uh, his strikeouts. I I, I Todd, I I wanted to bring up Evan Carter. He's got a couple of uh, walks in this game. He had a diving catch early. I believe that was in the second inning. And, I mean, he's like 21 years old. That is pretty rare. We, we every once in a while see a young phenom. But Evan Carter, from what I remember, I mean, nice prospect, was taken, what, was he end of the – was he second-round pick? I mean – Yeah, I, I don't a, think he was a first-round pick. Yeah, yeah. And he's just – he was ready for the moment. And he's, yeah, he's he hit great, and they can't get him out of the lineup. You know, he they platoon him. I think next year, if it keeps going like it's going, there'll be no platoon. The dude will be up there facing, you know, lefties and righties. But, uh, I mean, that's pretty amazing thing to be able to put a 21-year-old in your lineup uh, game after game. Yeah, he's the second youngest uh, player to play for the, in the postseason for the Rangers. Uh, Jerkson Profar was the youngest, so – that kind of tells you a lot. Um, he's just been a great baseball player for this team ever since it called him up. I mean, he's consistent. He plays good defense. And he has great at bats. He has a great eye. He takes walks. And uh, he doesn't swing at bad pitches. And that's pretty unusual for a young player like that. Yeah. And, uh, boy, you covered the Rangers for a good many years there. And you saw some really uh... – even you were kind of going out there in some of those days when they finally kind of broke through back in the Johnny era, uh, and uh, well, Rick Helling was pitching. I guess uh, Hill was out there. Um, I mean, that that was uh, those were fun times when they kind of broke through that very first time in the '90s. Now, did have a conversation just to update folks uh, a mound visit, and Mike Maddox has gone out there. And Todd, Mike likes to get that hand, put it on the shoulder, calm everything down a little bit. Rays are trying to get something going. Even these meager little fans are trying to stir up something here. Dick Vitale is at this game. And there's so few fans, the ABC cameras are able to zero in on just single fans, right? And kind of really amazing. (laughs) <laughs> it's probably it's probably a lot different in minnesota i would imagine yeah yeah we're uh by the way they went up one nothing on a home run um just a, a little bit ago uh and uh and so they i think the uh, twins last i looked were up one nothing now uh you are also todd wills a, a major longhorn fan have covered the longhorns at times that's got to be fun with a Texas OU game that it's not, you know, in the past, Oklahoma's been great and Texas has been down. It's been like since I think 2011, since they both came into this game on a roll, both teams ranked uh, Texas number three in the country, getting first place votes now. 
In fact, Kirk Bowles from the Austin American Statesman gave them his first place vote. But th- this will be this is going to be quite a scene. It's always a great scene. But Todd, I mean, it has to take on a different feeling for you being a Longhorn uh, when they're both really good going into this game, the Red River rivalry or the shootout, we like to call it. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember what this feels like. You know, it was like this every year when I was a kid. I was born in 1966, so when I started going to Texas OU games, I think maybe my first one was 75 or 76. This will be my 41st Texas OU game to attend. Um, You know, it was like this every year. Two teams that were probably ranked in the top ten. Obviously, Texas after 2009 has just not been a good football team. Uh, Kind of kept it up with – Stoops and then Lincoln Riley. So, um, you know, this is a. I was able to go to the Alabama game, and uh, that was a great win. One of the best wins for our program I've ever seen. It kind of changed things. It was a big game changer, and uh, the, we. I, you know, I think the Horns have continued. Sorry, I say we. The Horns have continued to build off of that, and uh, you know, as long as our our here we go our as long as the Texas <laughs> defensive line stays healthy this season. Uh, the Horns are going to be a tough team to beat. That's a that defensive front is for real. And the other thing that's been a surprise, well, a little bit of a surprise, is the, that Jonathan Brooks is the third leading rusher in college football. I mean, he is just, you know, you had Bijan and Roshan last year, and Jonathan was your third guy to come in. Well, now he's the number one guy, and he's breaking off big runs every year. And the, and the big place where Brooks made the impression on me and. I, the best part of the season so far is when Texas ran out the final seven minutes of the Alabama game. They never gave the ball back to him, and Brooks had a lot of carries on that drive that sealed the win and allowed Texas to go into the victory formation in Tuscaloosa. That was probably as good of a moment as I've ever seen as someone that's followed Texas since I was a little kid. Yeah. Um, I mean, it had to be a great feeling to be in that environment. Texas, uh, the last go-through, go-round in the Big 12. We won't talk about what happened in Waco. I'm sure you noticed, though, the Bears had a great comeback against UCF. That's going to be an interesting matchup with uh, Joy McGuire coming back to Waco. Uh, Both those teams are 2-3 and right now. Uh, Tech seems to be on a nice trajectory, though, in terms of recruiting. Uh, Joey was the runner-up to Dave Aranda for that job. So that, uh, while it'll be the undercard to Texas OU, uh, for a lot of us, that's still a big game and, and, and an exciting game as Aranda and Joey get together. Let me ask you, are, are you buy, do you buy the Joey McGuire kind of hype train that is out in Texas Tech? You covered Joey. You remember kind of recruiting all the stuff he did at Cedar Hill, I would imagine you know Joey as well as I do. Um, do you buy kind of what's going on in Lubbock right now? Well, I, I guess so. I mean, obviously they haven't had a great start to the season after Joey. You know, he ran his mouth a lot in the in, before the season. What he he called Texas a, a school that only wins in Olympic sports. And, of course, said last year that the Big 12 goes through Lubbock. It doesn't feel like it's going through Lubbock right now. I, you know, I've known Joey for a lot of years. I, I met him when he was an assistant coach. I covered him as a head coach at Cedar Hill. I was there the day he got hired. I was the only reporter in the building. So 
so we've always had a great relationship and you know, I think he's a great football coach but he may have gone a little bit far but you know he's going to come into this Baylor game with the chip on his shoulder being the second pick to Dave Aranda you know I don't know who I would have picked between Aranda and McGuire if I had to pick um, but I, I think Baylor made the right choice and I think Dave Aranda I don't know how hard of a time he's getting in Waco right now but uh, it helps a lot when you get your starting quarterback back. Yeah, Shapin played well. Jake Diekman into this baseball game now with a, uh, Tampa facing a 4 nothing deficit. Diekman's been really good for the Rays. We, of course, remember him with the uh, Rangers. And I don't know if Monty's going to come back out for the eighth. But my goodness, I mean, this has to go down as one of the best road postseason performances I can remember for a Rangers starter. My gosh, yeah, you know, of- Derek Derek had the unbelievable one. I mean, I think one of those years, what did, uh, didn't Cliff do have a I great think, one I against Cliff, the Rays? Yeah, I think Cliff Lee had a really good start in game one of that series against the Rays. I guess in 2010, I believe, he had a great game one. That series went to five games at Rangers. Won it in the fifth game. I know Kinsler had a home run, if I remember right. I wasn't there, but, um, you know, that was obviously a big, the first playoff series the Rangers have ever won, and that was a big step for the team to make it to the World Series. So, you know, I think I'm sure that's it for Montgomery. He's, like I said, he's just, every time you look up since we've had him, uh, the Rangers have had him, this is what he does. He gives up, he never gives up a run. Now we'll see. I, I imagine that Bochy will go with his two hot, hottest relievers here in the eighth and ninth inning with uh, Jonathan Hernandez in the eighth, and then he'll bring in uh, LeClerc in the ninth. That would be my prediction. Those are, And that's what, one thing I was going to say, listening to the National, like Jeff Passan and some guys talking about how bad the bullpen is. But one thing that happened in the last week of the season was that LeClerc and Hernandez both really started throwing well. You know, when Hernandez came in after Chapman loaded mm-hmm. the bases – in that Thursday night game, he got two outs. I mean, he was on the verge of getting out of that inning and just kind of got unlucky. So I think those two guys really give the bullpen a chance to not be a weakness. Yeah, Hernandez, unfortunately, word has uh, uh, come out today that he's injured. So it eliminates – yeah, it's okay. He's – I was just going to let you know because I think you would want the the Mosley correction. Uh, The – I I loved I I've been known to do that a time or two, but yeah, he has a lat thing, and so he's out. So it, you're right though; he'd been pitching well, and I liked what they were doing with that. Um, I don't know. I uh, a Raldus Gitch would normally be the eighth, but boy, he has yeah, been hit or miss. Yeah, um, and I, I that's normally what you would think here. Um, I don't think you'll run Monty back out here, but you'll see as the Rangers now hitting in the, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, this is, uh, yeah, I mean, this is really something what uh, Monty has gone out and done uh, through seven innings today in the uh, trop. Hey, this was fun. I knew it would be. Got it. And uh, love talking Rangers with you. And uh, uh, you you covered this team for a long time and have a great feel for it. And uh, there's a lot to – oh, and by the way, while we were talking, and I'm sure you saw this, Todd, Evan Carter, I mean, he had two walks and he had first postseason hit. 
and he get he he sneaks it by the uh, the first baseman. That first baseman has been so bad. Um, yeah, for sure. Yandy is that Yandy Diaz down yeah, there? Yandy Diaz, yeah. right? That's correct. Wow, I mean he can't scoop anything. He can't get off the base and make a play. And like he tried to stab that one with his backhand and couldn't do it. I don't think that'll be an error. That'll be a hit. But still, uh, really, really rough day in the field for those uh, Rays. Hey, have you? <clears throat> they keep showing a Ray, those like a Devil Ray. Do they? Do they have some at the ballpark? Like if you go in there, do you, are there some Rays swimming around somewhere? I don't recall seeing it. It wouldn't be a surprise. Okay, uh, man. I think I was just I, so focused on getting in that ballpark and getting out of there that I probably yeah. didn't notice anything okay. about the surroundings. Well, only Holly the, Saunders. That's the only person I noticed. She was there when I was uh, the last time I was at the trot. So, um, yeah, Holly. I seem like that throw that out there may may have gotten your attention. Okay, Holly. Yeah, she, she did. That was back not, in her golf channel days. Um, yeah, I have not have not heard Holly's name in a while, but Holly certainly no. there's some there, there photographs, you go. It photographs out. out there. Okay, Todd, appreciate you. Have a great you day, it. and uh, we will uh, we'll see you soon. Okay, apologize to all the Baylor fans for my fifteen or twenty wees when I was talking about Texas. I'll try to do better. All right, we'll clean that up. We can edit some yeah, of that on the on the on the post game there. But uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Todd. See you. Bye. You got okay. it. <laughs> Lots of lots of we and ours and and uh, but that's what you know when you get a long horn even a a long time journalist like Todd it, those old habits die hard and uh, he he is a long time longhorn. All right, Aaron and I are keeping you posted, Aaron. Okay, it does look like they're getting ready to bring a Raldus in right now. Um, one out, uh, Grossman, did he just strike out, Aaron? Okay, yeah, so two outs in the top of the eighth. And um, Montgomery was just unbelievable in this game. Gives them seven innings, kind of breezed through it, and then was just just unbelievable stuff at the end with the strikeout. Uh, I, I would say... The this uh, umpire has for the Rays are about had enough of this guy. He's had a pretty expanded zone, which Monty has benefited from. But Jordan Montgomery was just incredible in this game. Now, Aaron, have we already says uh, Garcia's at bat still rolling here? Yeah, uh, it's a O two count. He just fell. O two count. Because I was thinking about going to it live, but uh, I know we need to catch a break here in a second. Adolis Garcia with runners on first and second. Rangers in the top of the eighth inning, and uh, they're trying to figure out what to do. Raldis Chapman is ready. Looks like Monty, I can't say for sure if he's done, but with Chapman warming up there, and they uh, Adolis Garcia and Aaron is about 10 to 15 seconds ahead of me. Uh, Aaron, is he still involved in this uh, at bat? Still battling that 0-2 count. And now it's okay. he worked it to 2-2. Two and two. Okay, we got a 2-2 two, two count. 
I, I keep I hesitate to go live to it, Aaron. Okay, okay. That's why I kept thinking. <laughs> yeah, no, we go live, a... it's going to be over. All right, uh, going to the bottom of the eighth. Texas leads. The Rangers lead four to nothing. And going to the bottom of the eighth again. If you want to hear this game, thirteen thirty a.m. ninety three nine FM. That is our Fox Central Texas station, Temple Belton. But you can hear it right there, at Waco and the surrounding areas. Um, and uh, but we'll kind of keep you updated as well. Uh, we'll uh, we'll keep talking about the Rangers as they try to close in on uh, a game one victory in this series against the Rays. That is next. The Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday, beginning at 7 p.m. Live from Rudy's in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Wednesday and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's Wednesday, live from Rudy's. That's this Wednesday from 7 till 8 p.m., live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Every day, Incommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, Incommons Bank offers modern day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At Incommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at IncommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. The source for Baylor Athletic news and information espn central texas at waste connections they keep central texas clean waste connections provides trash pickup and recycling services to waco area homes and businesses remember them when you need residential garbage service commercial dumpsters and garbage collection bulk item pickups trash compactors or construction and demolition roll-offs they would be honored to be your service provider waste connections 254-840-4060-1910 south main street mcgregor and at wasteconnections.com Locally owned and operated, Rain Coffee Company is your daily stop for the best in hot and iced drinks. 
Come and stay a while and enjoy Rain Coffee Company's relaxing atmosphere, plus their espresso bar, teas, lotus energy drinks, and sweet treats. They are open every day, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. The only coffee shop in China Spring. Rain Coffee Company, 10214 China Spring Highway. Need help with investments or insurance? How about retirement? Let Colby Witt at Witt Financial Group help secure your today and your tomorrow. Making financial decisions isn't easy. That's why Witt Financial Group can help understand what's right for you. Specializing in 401k rollovers, insurance planning, and saving tax dollars through strategic planning. Call Witt Financial Group today at 254-723-5471. That's 254-723-5471. Witt Financial Group, located in Waco. Don't wait. Call today. Looking to connect with Baylor alums in your area? Baylor alumni can help. Looking to host a watch party in your city? Baylor alumni can get you started. Want to step out in your community and serve with other alums? Baylor alumni is your connection with the university and each other. Let's get started. Learn how at baylor.edu slash alumni. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, Matt Mosley's show. You can listen to the game on uh, Fox, or we'll, we're going to do a little live look in here in a second. Uh, Fox Central Texas, uh, 1330 AM. That's 93.9 FM. And uh, Ross Chapman is on after just an unbelievable performance by uh, Montgomery, uh, Jordan Montgomery, and, uh, and uh, Yandy Diaz just uh, grounded out and uh, Ross Chapman facing his second batter of the uh, inning. It is the eighth inning. Rangers lead four to nothing. Let's go to out to the trop uh, in St. Petersburg, Florida, and let's uh, let's listen to a little bit of this. Is the Rangers uh, up four to nothing? Hopefully, can hang on to this thing. Down at 0-1, and then Aroldis comes back with a fastball at the top of the zone. The pitch, swing and a miss. It is 0-1. Ramirez, a couple of postseason games uh, with Cleveland before coming over to Tampa Bay. The pitch to him, swung on. That's a slider in the dirt that bounced. He swung at it as 0-2. They seem to be geared up for the fastball. Chapman a strike away from sending us to the ninth for nothing and the pitch that's a bouncing ball slowly hit the Seeger he waits on the second high hop guns to first and got him it's a one two three inning for Chapman and we go to the ninth with the Rangers leading four to nothing all right there was uh, Eric Nadell the Hall of Fame broadcaster you hear him on the Matt Mosley show well quite a few times this year even when he was uh, recovering from uh, some issues that he was uh, battling, mental health issues. Uh, Chapman gets out of the inning. Uh, Aaron, I'm a little bit behind you, so I'm still kind of getting to watch that third uh, batter of the uh, of the inning. And some of the stuff there, he's just way, he's wasted pitches. And, like, Harold Ramirez was up there just golfing at stuff that was, like, below. 
So way was before Rosarena. the oh it was, well Rosarena looked overmatched and he looked bad and then just a weak little grounder to Seeger ends the inning and uh, Chapman has to and he, again this is no stranger to postseason baseball but he looked awesome I mean he's looked shaky late in this season at times he looked awesome out there in the eighth Jordan Montgomery goes. Uh, seven innings, unbelievable start for the Rangers. Just ha- kept them off balance the whole time. Great mixture. Had his uh, had a sinker working. The breaking ball. Uh, it, it just everything was uh, was working. And then he made a beautiful play when when they finally broken through uh, for a run. He makes a diving catch of a bunt attempt that gone awry, and that ended up being a huge play. He gets out. The next hitter, he strikes out, and uh, and the Rangers will now uh, come up to hit in the ninth inning. And now, Aaron, it'll be interesting to see who the Rangers put out there because uh, obviously not a save situation with the – with the uh, four nothing lead, and uh, I, I don't know, but I still kind of think they might want to go, you know, and, and and just play this thing honestly and put Leclerc out there. Araldis was so dominant, you might be tempted to put him back out there, but then you you know then he's gone two innings, high high velocity. These are you know Aaron usually four zero lead you don't think of as like a high leverage, but with playoff baseball, 4-0 lead still feels like, and with this bullpen, Ugh. that's still, there's some leverage. That's a, that's a bit of a high leverage situation. So, um, you know what the Rangers need, Aaron? Like two more runs right yes. here. <laughs> and as uh, my old uh, co-host was texting me a little while ago, Galloway at age 80, um, he, he said Rangers should have, like eight or nine runs. And I, I I know what he's saying, basically, and you wouldn't even have to worry about the bullpen. You could just put whoever you needed out there, eat up a couple of innings, and get out of there. Uh, what a what an outing, though. Aaron, of all the uh, post-game stuff that they've uh, uh, postseason over the years, road games, this will go up there. This will go up there. Were there biggest, bigger moments in the divisional series, like in Detroit, uh, on the way to the World Series, road games in the World Series? Yeah, yeah. The best ever postseason performance was Derek Holland. What he did in game four at home against St. Louis, that was, that was unreal. That was, that was beautiful stuff. I can't remember what they did against... Did anybody have a good start against the Giants in that World Series? Not that Mitch I was about the only one who hit. Um, I'm trying to think if Harrison maybe gave him something. Cliff did not. Uh, Cliff Lee did not give him exactly what they needed in that particular World Series. CJ still would have been with them. And C.J. may have had a decent start. I was just trying to think back against that series. But Jordan Montgomery 
was just brilliant. I mean, that's that right there from Monty is exactly what the doctor ordered as uh, as we continue today. Again, if you want to listen to the games to, uh, right now or tomorrow, Rangers, uh, uh, we are a Rangers affiliate. We got the games over on Fox Central Texas, 13.30 a.m., and that's 93.9 FM. Tomorrow will be the same start. It'll be a 2.08. And then, Aaron, I, I guess we just do what we did today, unless somebody gets mad at us or says something. I mean, we're not doing play-by-play because I'm way behind. You're watching this thing off TV, um, so you're a little bit – you're just a tad bit behind live, so I don't think we can get in trouble. But, hey, this is what everybody's doing is watching the Rangers today. We will because we uh, we got the campus confidential. Aaron, I'm almost tempted to see if we can end this game in this next segment, right? And and then and then do uh, campus confidential at five o'clock. Let's try that. Let's stay with Rangers and uh, and then we'll do uh, we'll do campus confidential at four forty five twenty. Mike Peasley from the Rangers Radio Network is going to join us if the game's over, and let's hope it is by now because it's in the top of the ninth. Uh, if it's not over, that means something has probably gone wrong. Uh, and as we sit here, um, Rangers, let's see, Aaron, uh, in this inning, um, so Leody did single, right? Yeah, he Is just, still he just legged out infield single with two outs. Okay, two out single by Tavares. He had another, I think he had a single earlier in the game. So two hits for Tavares and, um, and then uh, Josh Young at the plate as we speak. Man on first, Rangers with a 4 nothing lead. We'll continue talking baseball, maybe mix in a little college football here. We'll do that next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Hi, I'm Emmett Smith, Hall of Famer and all-time lead in Russia with exciting news. Football legend Emmett Smith talking about all new regenerative treatments for joint pain from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. But did you know that you can encourage your body to actually heal itself with the help of QC Kinetics? QC Kinetics uses biologic therapies that are natural, restorative, and long-lasting. The body is an amazing thing. Trust me, I put mine through a lot. Exciting new relief is here for pain from arthritis, knee pain, lower back pain, pain in your hips and shoulders. I'm that guy. When you Google shoulder pain, my face pops up. <laughs> but you don't have to be sidelined by pain anymore. Call QC Kinetics to learn more about biologic therapies. Don't let your joint pain keep you from doing the things you love. There's a new natural solution that patients are raving about. QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. 
Are you looking for an air conditioning and heating company that is family-owned and operated, is local, and offers honest and fair pricing? Haddix Heating and Air specializes in residential service and installation, plus new construction projects for homeowners throughout Central Texas. They service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Check out their five-star rating on Google Reviews. Haddix Heating and Air, 254-301-5373. And check them out on Facebook. License TACLB 106271E. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hi, I'm Baylor alum Dave Smith with RockMyMortgage.com. As an independent mortgage broker with 116 residential and commercial lenders, RockMyMortgage.com is your best option when you need real estate financing. With over 25 years as a mortgage consultant, I'll have you in, out, and saving money with no lender fees and low rates. Whether it's for your personal home, vacation home, or investment property, I have all the options. RockMyMortgage.com, powered by Edge Home Finance, represents you, the Baylor fan, not some big lending company. If you're looking to get pre-approved, visit me at rockmymortgage.com today. Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options. Whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance or retirement planning. Joe Wimpy is a multi-time Agent of the Year award winner and he's proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was Baylor chaplain for 50 years and his son Bo played baseball for the Green and Gold. If you're looking for a new insurance quote, call or text Joe Wimpy the agency farmers insurance today 972-771-8051 the right call can make all the difference on and off the field i'm mark stewart with bird colgen ford and when it's time for a new car truck or suv bird colgen ford is the right call come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models like the mustang explorer expedition f-150 and super duty bird colgen ford proudly supports all central texas athletes Make the right call for your next vehicle at Bird Colgen Ford. Experience better at Bird Colgen Ford. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, and we've been monitoring uh, the Rangers as they are trying to uh, uh, get out of this one for nothing. They have the lead in the bottom of the ninth, and uh, the Rays up. Uh, and Leclerc has come on to uh, to try to go ahead and finish this game off. And they're not wasting any. They're not messing around. Bring the closer in. Let him get you out of this game. Chapman was great. And um, and Leclerc is is up there and uh, appears to have a two two count on Paredes uh, of the uh, Rays. Let's go live and listen to the bottom of the ninth as it appears the the count has gone full. To pull in the outfield, not so much on the infield, however. And the pitch is swung on and lifted in the air on the rim of the infield. It is Seeger underneath it, right on the rim. He one hands it. And there is one away. And now we get the pinch hitter, Aranda. He hit 230 during the regular year. Left-handed batter, two homers, 13 RBIs. He had 87 at bats. Another one of the uh, youngsters on the postseason roster here for the Rays, who, if you just joined us later, wearing Devil Rays uniforms today. Uh, going back to 98, the white uniforms uh, with the uh, rainbow pattern. Uh, in devil rays across the front. Here's the pitch and a swing and a foul at the plate. The Navy cap with a ray on the front rather than the TB logo. 
Aranda from Tijuana, Mexico. He is 25 years of age, 5'10 and 215 pounds. Trying to get something going here. He's never faced Leclerc before. Rangers with a 4-0 lead in the ninth. Margo is due next, but they'll pinch hit for him, too. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Good-looking changeup there from Jose. He throws the fastball, the slambio, which is the cut change that looks like a slider. The straight change, which he just threw, and a cutter. He had Paredes really off balance on that slambio when he popped up for Seager. You know, Chapman had a nifty eighth, one, two, three, threw 14 pitches, and he threw 12 strikes today. Nothing in two, and here it comes. And that just missed upstairs. A fastball at 97. And it's a ball and two strikes. So Leclerc seeing his first postseason action today. He delivers one, two. Swing and a miss. He struck him out on the straight change. Aranda looked terrible on that. There are two outs. The Rangers are leading four to nothing. And Josh Lowe, Nathaniel's younger brother, is going to bat here for Manuel Margo as the last hope for Tampa Bay. Lowe, a left-handed batter, hit 292 in the regular year, 20 homers, 83 RBIs, and 31 steals. He had a great year. Pitch to the lefty is a fastball outside for ball one. He was one for one against Jose Leclerc coming in. Four nothing Rangers, two outs in the ninth. And here's the pitch. That's outside. It is two and oh. Taylor Walls is due next. Walls a switch hitter. The count is 2-0. and oh. The pitch is on the way, and it's way outside. It is 3-0. Oh. Ranger pitchers have walked none today. Rays pitchers have walked six. The difference in walks and the difference in defense has been dramatic today. 3-0. Oh. Outside. Well, now the Rangers have walked one. With a 4-0 lead in the ninth. Pico walks low on four pitches. And Taylor Walls apparently will bat. Jose Siri is due next. They have another lefty, Rymel Tapia, available, still unused on the bench. But Walls, uh, who at least can make contact in his two for three today, is going to bat here. A switch hitter batting left, filling in at shortstop for Franco. The pitch to him. And that's over for a strike. First pitch fastball. 97.5. He is 0 for 1 against Leclerc. Struck out the only time he faced it. 4 nothing Rangers, two outs in the ninth. Leclerc is ready. Pushes off, comes home. Walls bluffs a bunt, pulls the bat back. And the pitch missed outside. 1-1. One one. Josh Young is even with the bag at third, but he's off the line almost 30 feet. Seeger is toward the middle at short. Garcia gaps him in right center. One ball, one strike. The pitch to Walls is a breaking ball inside, a slider miss. And it's two and one. Leote in dead center and Carter straight away in left field. Pico has thrown 16 pitches so far. Trying to close this one out. Here's the 2-1 delivery. Swung on and hit in the air to center. 
Leote is back. He stops. He's there. He's got it. And the Rangers have won game one of the wild card series. They have shut out the Rays by the score of four to nothing. The Rays have now not scored in their last 27 postseason innings. Dating back to the sixth inning of game one of last year's wild card series. The Rangers win it by the score of four to nothing. And we'll be back with the postgame show after this. Stay with us on the Louisiana Hot Sauce Rangers Radio Network. Well, and there it was. And uh, glad to be able to uh, look in there and, and give you the final. There's the applause from Aaron. The excitement over the Rangers in that dimly lit, half-full ballpark that is the trop. They go in there and just stick it to the Rays. That amazing last note that Tampa has not scored in the last 27 innings of postseason baseball. I mean, just keep getting blanked. And quite honestly, they haven't. They The last four postseasons, they've lost all those series. So they're a great regular season team. Now, Rangers need to now come out and win tomorrow it's just huge you do not want to get to a winner go home situation you've won game one take this thing move on about your business in a three game um in a three game series now Aaron <laughs> that's what's funny about these wild card games it used to be well you just played the wild card game right and whoever won it moved on be over and now, now you got yeah. this Three-game series, so, of course, you would have hated it if the Rangers didn't get another crack at it, but now you kind of wish the Rangers uh, could just move on after this one. Uh, It was all about Jordan Montgomery today. He goes seven innings, gives up six hits, five strikeouts, did not walk a, a batter. Chapman was great. I think he threw, let's see, 14 pitches, 12 strikes. LeClerc was fine uh, and and got him through and finished up. Uh, Rangers did have one error. I'm trying to remember. It was a fielding. Uh, it, was a, uh, um, it was on Evan Carter. I don't even remember that. He made a great play in the second. The um, Rays had four errors and looked awful in the field. Rangers hitting heroes. I mean, they should have won by more than 4 nothing. as many opportunities as they had. But the bottom of the lineup really came through. Uh, Leody, two for five. Um, Carter, two for two. I had him with that one hit, Aaron. He had two walks, and he goes two for two. Evan Carter in his first ever postseason action, 21 years old, just turned 21, <laughs> and uh, pretty amazing stuff there. Young Josh Young's first, uh, he went over four. Uh, Nathaniel Lowe one for five, but as far as RBIs, only you know they had scored four runs, but they only had the two RBI. One scored on a wild pitch. Rays had all those errors. Devil Rays today. You know, think about how many years we had to train ourselves not to say that. And then today they stick devil rays on their uniform and have a ray on their cap instead of the TB. Kind of weird. Kind of weird to uh, go all season and then mess around with that. Seeger goes 
two for four, and uh, and with the uh, one RBI. Aaron, the uh, the was that Yandi who who got the batting crown by sitting out the final day. Boy, serves them right to get beat today. I believe it was somebody from the Rays. Did Yandi Diaz win the the batting crown uh, for best average? Um, which is kind of what we call that. Um, I, I I guess it was, but anyway, Seager played the final day, and uh, and because of that, uh, did lost the batting title. Yeah, it was Yandy Diaz. So yeah, good game, Yandy Diaz. Enjoy the batting title. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rested the final day, and by virtue of that, is able to win the uh, batting title over Corey Seager. Corey will just have to be pleased with a 1,350 OPS. Um, and, and I guess this is just for the uh, – uh, these are postseason numbers, so just for today. But two for four. He had something like that for the season. It wasn't that much lower than that. But incredible day for the Rangers as they go – they win four to nothing at the Trop. Game two tomorrow at 2.08. And um, the uh, Rangers had the one error. Tampa Bay had four errors. That was a big story. And then uh, just the just the pitching because they threw Glasnow out there. The, uh, the big-time uh, player, the righty, gave up six hits, three earned runs, four runs, three earned, and he had five walks. And, I mean, he was missing badly. This was not just barely off the plate. He was kind of able to hang in there because he did have eight strikeouts, but he only made it through five innings. Davinsky comes in. Their relievers did okay. Relievers uh, did not give up um, an earned run. Now, Davinsky did have some inherited runners, I should say, and I think one of those hits that ended up scoring a couple of runs – uh, Seeger had one, and then the guy makes an error out there, and then just airmail airmails third base, and the Rangers are able to come, and that's how they got their fourth run of the game. Rays were one of six uh, with runners in scoring position. So uh, Rangers again. I mean, I don't. I'm looking to see what the Rangers were. They were not. I knew they weren't going to be because they had all kinds of opportunities. As a team, they were two for 13 with runners in scoring position and still managed to win the game for nothing. A uh, tremendous win for the Rangers. Everybody pitched well. Uh, for the most part, good defense out there. I would say play of the game from a defensive standpoint. Uh, Evan Carter, his diving play. Actually, the best play defensively was the pitcher. Jordan Montgomery, uh, when the uh, Rays were threatening early in this game, I believe that was the second inning, and Montgomery laid out and um, and and made a diving catch, and it was uh, it was a thing of beauty, uh, and he's known as being a really good fielder. In, ca- in fact, later in the game. There was a little bit of a close play at first, and he just raced over there to beat the runner, and he's really 
uh, tremendous fielder as a pitcher. Game goes two hours, 41 minutes. Aaron, would you like to guess the attendance at Tropicana Field? This is the announced crowd for a playoff game, which means probably they might be padding their numbers a little bit. Would you like to take a crack at the announced crowd at the Trop for a playoff game? Ooh, announced crowd after. Mm -hmm. They're probably going to say something like 23, something ridiculous. (laughs) 19,704 on an announced crowd which probably means it was about 17 in there and uh, just a total embarrassment. Rangers take advantage. And I heard Aaron late that game, some of those strikeouts, I was hearing, and we, we did a little live look-in on the radio uh, uh, with, with, our, uh, with the Texas Rangers radio network. I heard some Rangers fans in there. All right, we're going to do our Campus Confidential we will do that next. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Shotgun for Prescott. Looking left, looking right. Only heard here. Little check down to Dowdle on the right side. Running hard. All season. Rico Dowdle. Touchdown, Cowboys. Sunday night. It's your Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. Live from Levi's Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the 49ers, Sunday starting with the pregame at 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. Locally owned and operated, Prestige Recycling is your hometown shredding and recycling company. They're a step above, bringing easy, community-friendly recycling to the greater Waco area. Offering commercial business recycling services. They take aluminum tin cans, cardboard, glass, paper, and plastic. They also offer community drop-off bins located out front of their offices for recycling. Prestige also offers safe and secure document destruction services to commercial, business, and residents. Prestige Recycling, located at 5198 South Loop 340 in Robinson. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef for all their break room supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payment, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com. Don't miss the end of summer sale happening now at Lone Star Structures. Say big on in-stock storage sheds, ready-to-move-in cabins, greenhouses, chicken tractors, dock kennels, porch swings and gliders. Conveniently shop their sale inventory online 24-7 at LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Stop by their location on Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Visit LoneStarStructures.com or call 254-583-4411. Hurry in, sale in soon. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers live from Levi's Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. 
Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Since 2001, Ross Insurance Agency has provided Central Texans with quality, reliable, and timely insurance services. An independent agency, Ross Insurance Agency writes personal, commercial, and life insurance policies, once for events, and also for long-term disability care. They believe values matter, and their relationships with clients span generations. They'll make sure you are covered. Ross Insurance Agency, 254-224-6430, and at rossinsuranceagencywaco.com. Qualifications and rules apply. See Genco FCU for detail. Warning, free Genco Casasa checking may lead to a rise in disposable income due to cash back on everyday debit card purchases, refunds on ATM fees, and eliminations of so-called service fees. Increased satisfaction may result while operating your Genco debit card. If you suffer from chronic money loss, search for help at any Genco branch office. This has been a financial health advisory, courtesy of Genco FCU. My money, my future, my credit union, Genco. English Maids is a residential and commercial cleaning company servicing Waco, Temple, and surrounding Central Texas communities. Owned and operated by Kay English and Laura English Thurman. Each employee goes through a complete extensive maid servicing training, screened by national background checks, and bonded. You'll always receive excellent service from people you can trust. Look them up at EnglishMaids.biz. That's EnglishMaids.biz. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Well, happy to host in the aftermath of a Rangers Game 1 4-0 win over the Tampa uh, Bay Rays. The Devil Rays, as they put on their uniform today. And uh, they put a picture of a ray. They had a ray on their ball cap instead of the TB. So, huge win for the Rangers. And they will, uh, game two tomorrow from the Trop at 2.08. 2.08, and we will uh, have that on our Fox affiliate, our Fox, our sister station. That's Fox Central Texas. And, of course, that's 13.30 a.m., 93.9 FM. And we'll be talking a lot of baseball as well. We may pop into some of these games at times and check on. uh, And then we got a member of the Rangers Radio Network that's going to join us today at about 5.20. But as we get ready for Bears and Red Raiders, Texas OU, it's a biz, huge weekend for the Big 12, then we got, uh, of course, uh, San Francisco uh, hosting the Cowboys. Aaron, where do you want to begin today? Campus Confidential brought to us by Jim Turner Chevrolet. We will start with the weekly Big 12 awards. Baylor true freshman cornerback Caden Jenkins named the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Week. He was also named the Bronco Nagurski National Defensive Player of the Week. 
He yes. had an interception at the UCF 14-yard line that snuffed out a drive in the red zone and helped kickstart the Baylor comeback on Saturday. And then in the fourth quarter, a 72-yard fumble return for a touchdown that brought Baylor to within two. They ended up winning that game, obviously, 36-35 to over UCF. So congratulations to Jenkins, the defensive player of the week in the league. The offensive player, Texas running back Jonathan Brooks, just averaged over 10 yards a carry, 218 yards and two touchdowns on 21 carries as number three Texas beat Kansas 40-14. to Yeah, they're, they're, they kind of, you know, were, uh, Texas put up a ton of yards. Offense looked good, but they weren't really cashing in down there in the red zone. Stop me if you've heard that before, Aaron. <laughs> Boy, Baylor, I don't know if you'd call it because the, they were scoring from far out and in different ways. Their red zone going into that game was rough. They continued to have some red zone woes even in that game, and then they got rolling. But Jenkins, Caden Jenkins was brilliant, and I've missed some of these DBs. We've talked about Al Walcott. There's just some of these uh, DBs I really liked, all those DBs that are either playing professional football now from a couple of years ago. They were extremely hard to replace but um boy Caden Jenkins can flat out get it done and you got uh Tevin uh you got um you got our man number 15 who I really like uh is that Richard what is that anyway he's uh love him playing corner over there and they just um there is some, they got some young corners and some just young players in general on the defensive side of the ball that are getting it done. But congratulations to uh, f- to uh, the uh, the Baylor, but to Caden Jenkins and uh, that's Carl Williams over there. That's Carl Williams, number fifteen, and uh, I, I I like the way he plays. Um, I hated Aaron that we that the Bears lost. Um, Mike Smith to that ACL. Also, Garrison Grimes, tremendous uh, deep snapper. Uh, lost him to the year with an ACL. I checked in on him, and his dad uh, said that he was uh, doing fine and had a great mindset for coming back from this thing. But what a huge bummer. Uh, Trey Wilson had a concussion Dom Richardson fighting through a high ankle sprain. Man, those can be so tough, so they're having to limit his carries. Jarrell uh, Boykins and Trey Emery, we are uh, kind of a, you know waiting for them. They're on their way back and uh, get this Tech game, then go to a, a, a bye week. Boys, a bye week at 3-3 three and three would feel pretty amazing based on how bad this thing was looking. Looked like for all the world this was going to be a one-in-four situation and a blowout loss in Orlando. And the Bears came rolling all the way back to win that game. Colorado two-way star Travis Hunter will likely miss the team's next two games as he continues to recover from a lacerated liver. Coach Deion Sanders said today, The Buffaloes play Arizona State on Saturday, then host Stanford the next week 
After that, they have a bye week before traveling to UCLA on October 28th, so they obviously expect him to be ready for that UCLA game. Hunter suffered the injury during Colorado's win against Colorado State September 16th. Without him, they have lost their last two games. I like that they he went bowling with that guy. That was really that, cool, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, that guy was uh, vilified, and it was a dirty hit, but uh, both uh, Dion and Travis have been really nice about it, and uh, that, that guy, Blackburn, was a Boulder native who was playing at Colorado State. And so they went, they hung out in Boulder and went bowling and just kind of hung out and did some stuff. So uh, very, very cool of Travis Hunter. Very cool of Dion how he ended up handling that deal. And uh, I, I was impressed. The Buffaloes were way down in that game against USC. They end up getting beat 48-41. to They made that thing 48-35. And man, I it got that's that game started to grab my attention when they got it there. But uh, but USC was able to hold on. Iowa senior quarterback Cade McNamara will miss the remainder of the season with an ACL tear. Head coach Kurt Ferentz said today McNamara had been dealing with a quad injury since fall camp left Saturday's 26-16 win over Michigan State early in the first quarter. In the offseason, McNamara was one of the top players in the transfer portal after leading Michigan to the Big Ten title and the college football playoffs in 2021 and transferring to Iowa. Yeah, I mean, Iowa football in general, Iowa (laughs) and Iowa State, you know, not something I like to get too involved with. I did like the story you had the other day on the Iowa State gambler kit who – who bet on like 288 different things? He beat the rap, but they he beat the rap because they didn't get him in time. He waited too late, and uh, and he moved on about his life. He's out there. He's going to be back on the field, and uh, yeah, yeah. Forty. It was like 45 days, and went too long, and they threw out the case. And the uh, the young man now, uh, Aaron. I feel like you probably should be punished for 288 bets, but he has. He missed a couple of games, and so it'll be nice to have him back out there. Aaron, our our friend Ferentz, remember him, the <laughs> the the uh, the co- the offensive coach, the son of the coach. Yeah, he has to score Kurt a certain Ferentz. amount of points. Uh huh. Keep his job. So they're. <laughs> They're averaging like 21 or 22 points. I saw one figure, though, Aaron, that did not inspire much confidence, like a, like a first downs or yardage number that I, I think, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to hit his, uh, even though I think his numbers were relatively low, I do not think he's going to hit his numbers to retain his job. And if you have to put your own son on staff on some kind of weird incentive-based deal, you probably need to move on from him. I mean, again, it's hard to somebody to fire their son, but we have a very underperforming Iowa offense. Aaron, does that mean, did you say they, they beat Michigan State? So you're telling me without Mel Tucker, Michigan State has not exactly bounced back? No, they're terrible. Yeah, they beat they beat Michigan State with their backup quarterback, who's also a transfer. He's a transfer from Wisconsin, but still 
a backup quarterback. Yeah, and they pretty easily beat Michigan State. I was looking at coaches' salaries today, and like the the ones that shock you are like Big Ten coaches. Now Mel had a huge one, but Brett Bielema might go out there and win six or seven games a year at Illinois and just kind of flop around. Aaron, he's making like six and a half to seven million dollars a year. Brett Bielema at Illinois, just to kind of goof around out there and lose to Minnesota and everybody. Now they may have beaten Minnesota. But Indiana. they just you know yeah, Indiana. They just lose pretty much on a weekly basis. But they win about five or six games and Brett Bielema. Everybody should get a job like that. Like there are certain jobs that are great in college football. Like Indiana, Illinois. Well Northwestern was a great job until the guy started you know, allowing hazing or whatever that he got in trouble for. Northwestern was a tremendous job because all they care about is academics. Stanford was a great job. Stanford's a great job. If you get fired at Stanford, you really have let yourself go. And that's what happened to that Coach Shaw out there. He had let that program get away from him. You know who I like right now, a former uh, Stanford coach, uh, assistant coach? Rice. I kind of like the Rice Owls. They're playing good football uh, and and strong academics, of course. All right, what else do we have, sir? Duke junior quarterback Riley Leonard has a right high ankle sprain and could miss most of this month. The Blue Devils have a bye this week. Then they host NC State. His status for that game, obviously in doubt. He hopes to return for that game. If not, then they play Florida State the next week, Mm. and that would be the target date. Mm. Also... I happened to see before the Notre Dame game an ESPN kind of featurette on Riley Leonard. Before every football game, his mom texts him a simple two-word text. You suck. (laughs) Every game, that's what she texts him. And I I about dropped my phone laughing when when Mm -hmm. I was watching that video, but... uh, just found that it was it what was the explanation just kind of for fun she's just this is something they've been doing for a while just, yeah just something different besides the usual hey you're great uh-huh. and you build up and all that she just says you know you suck and they both get a good laugh at it and usually goes out and plays well yeah uh had notre dame on the ropes mm-hmm. with the fighting irish came rolling down that field and uh and ended up winning that game, I believe, 21-14. And that Hartman, you talk about, I mean, gutsy. Aaron, fourth and 16. He's out there looking around. Duke's going to win a huge game, stay undefeated. And he just decides, you know what? I think I may see if I can run for this. And he took a mighty blow at the end of that thing. Uh, it was very shaping-like. Blake had a big run. Um, late in that UCF game where he put his body on the line. And, uh, boy, I, I, that you talk about going a long way with your teammates. And I love that Hartman after the game when it looked like uh, Riley. What's our guy's name, Aaron? Riley something. Uh, what's, the, what's the quarterback's name at Duke? Um, Riley something. Anyway, I, they, the Notre Dame quarterback, like, hung around – and, and spent a bunch of time, uh, like, waited on him after the game to go check on him. Yeah, Riley Leonard. I, 
I thought that was so cool. Like Hartman, just he had, he could have gone and raced in with his teammates to celebrate. And the first thing he did after the game, shook hands with people, and he went over there to spend time and make sure the opposing quarterback was okay. Stud guy, I mean, good guy there. I like that guy, Hartman. All right, uh, it is time to talk some playoff baseball. We'll do that with Mike Peasley of the Rangers Radio Network. We'll do it next. This is ESPN Central Texas. It's almost fall. School has started. Pumpkin spice is everywhere. And football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. Are you just another number to your insurance provider? Look no further than the fluff. Cole, Michael, Derek, and Javen are local independent brokers. And with over 50 trusted companies in their network, they'll find you unbeatable rates for auto, homeowners, life, and even commercial insurance. Why settle for one-size-fits-all insurance? Text QUOTE to 214-838-5236. QUOTE to 214-838-5236. Let the flock take you under their wing. A dynamic team with Goosehead Insurance, your trusted choice for personalized coverage. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. To keep your energy costs low, seal your home or business with insulation from ProFoam Insulation. Whether you want spray foam insulation, retrofit insulation, blow-in insulation, or bat insulation, ProFoam Insulation is the team for the job. They can handle residential, commercial, and agricultural jobs. They're licensed and insured, offer free estimates, and lifetime warranties are also available. Family-owned and operated since 2017. ProFoam Insulation of Robinson, 254-640-1255, and ask for Matt. 
is buying a home on your wish list? Whether you are looking for your first home or your next home, an educated home buyer is the best home buyer. NeighborWorks Waco. Free home buyer education workshop walks you through the home buying process and answers your questions about everything from money management, understanding credit, obtaining a mortgage loan, and shopping for a home to protecting your investment. NeighborWorks Waco has assisted over 3,200 families in achieving their dreams of home ownership. Visit us at nw-waco.org and let us help you make home ownership a reality. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. Come check out the end-of-summer clearance sale at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. Many of our boats are now priced as low as they can go. You don't want to miss out on these incredible deals. Also, for a limited time, we're offering free accessories packages worth up to $2,750 with select Yamaha boats. Imagine the satisfaction you would feel owning a new boat. Visit our website, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com, or Google Marineland Boating Center. You can see in our reviews why we are the highest-rated boating center in Central Texas. Back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, talking about the Rangers' 4 nothing win over, well, they call it the Devil Rays today. I don't know if those uh, jerseys worked out for them. Mike Peasley now joining me from the Rangers Radio Network. And, uh, Mike, great to uh, get to visit with you in a uh, – I mean, after a weird ending to the Rangers' season, that's what they needed. A relatively, I mean, it's never, you just never know about the bullpen, but how about Montgomery? Uh, that that was uh, that was quite a performance. I was trying to think of, like, road postseason performances, where that stacks up, and I, obviously we think about the home one with Derek Holland, uh, which may be the, probably the greatest ever po- uh, postseason performance, or that has to be. But Jordan Montgomery, what he did today, uh, Mike, that was a uh, that was pretty awesome. And it, quite honestly, it's how he's pitched a lot in recent weeks. That's exactly right, Matt. Uh, thanks for having me on today after a Rangers playoff victory. It it had been a while since the Rangers have been in the postseason seven years, and then you know they they kind of get their way in the way that they did. Disappointing, as you said, uh, to not win the division, but. Uh, Montgomery, he just picked up where he's left off here. I mean, he, he's been great. And who would have thought when the Rangers made all those trades at the deadline uh, that we'd be talking about Jordan Montgomery being uh, the ace of the staff and pitching like an ace today. Uh, his stuff was so special. Um, he, he had raised hitters so off balance, whether it was the curveball, uh, the changeup. You know, he was locating the fastball extremely well. He had those hitters in the palm of his hand today. And he's just been pitching like that really ever since, you know, the Rangers made the trade, a sub three ERA. And I think his last five starts, the ERA is under one. So, you know, it was kind of a no brainer for, for Bruce Bochy when he was thinking about, okay, who do I start in game one, Nathan Evaldi, or do I go with a Jordan Montgomery? Montgomery is the guy that's been pitching the best for him. And, and he went out there today and he just twirled an absolute gem. And it was a game offensively where the Rangers had, they had no problems with getting them on. They had a little difficulty getting them mm-hmm. in, uh, but thanks to some, uh, you know, some shaky raised defense, 
Um, you know, it, it was it was a great performance today for the Rangers. Let's just put it that way. After the way the regular season ended on Sunday, in front of just a massive crowd, right at the drop. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be embarrassing for baseball to be on ABC. Here's our postseason product. Let's get this thing going. And the best thing they can show is like, oh, here's Dick Vitale. Uh, <laughs> you know, just like individual fans. Uh, they had one celebrity there, but like that whole upper portion, nobody was sitting up there. I'm just like, what kind of fan base is that? That that even and then I heard the announcer say, well, it is a, you know, it it is a school day. It's like what? Mm-hmm. Like when yeah, has that was, ever been an issue yeah. in the in the in the postseason? God right, it's a, school, it's a school day in Minneapolis too, and I was watching some of the Twins uh, Blue Jays uh-huh. and uh, Target Target Field uh, is uh, pretty packed with the beams. But you know that that's that's the problem that you know Tampa has, and you know they get maybe if they're somehow able to get to like maybe an American League Championship Series, maybe then they can get a sellout. But you know that's it's a nice <laughs> landing spot there for for the Rangers because you know yeah. it, it's not a hostile crowd and. You know, the Rangers just go out there and you know, we get Jordan Montgomery to pitch like he does. 19,000 fans sounds like about 19 fans today. Yeah, and the Rays generally pretty good on defense, seemingly, and they booted the ball all around. I mean, you had outfielders kind of getting short hopped and then the ball's popping up. And then, of course, they they chase that with a awful throw in, you know, airmails third base. So it was uh, in that first baseman, Yandi over there. Uh, that that's a rough scene. I mean, even even some of those that weren't errors, right? I mean, he can't doesn't get the scoop. He's he's not getting off the bag fast enough to. I'm trying to. Think, Tavares had a hit over there, and then later I think maybe it was Carter. Yeah, and Carter who, did. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and he just couldn't. He's just not reacting. Um. Uh. Very quick the over thing, there. Mosley. Mosley. The best thing I can say about Yandy Diaz at first base is Yandy Diaz is a really good hitter. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's, he's he's not out there for his glove. Maybe sitting out that final day, you know, put him on ice because he was. Uh, he's baseball not... karma coming back at him. Huh? Baseball <laughs> karma. All right. Oh yeah. Oh for four over there, and uh, yeah, the uh, Rangers get the. Uh, win yeah they, and they raw- look like you know you mentioned they wore the devil rays uniforms you remember how bad the devil rays were i'm not yeah. sure if you want to go you know going back to that past and that's the thing right now mosley the tampa bay if you look back now last year remember they had that series against the uh guardians in the two games they scored one run in that game and one of those games was a 15 inning loss so let me do my math real quick here in the last three postseason games 33 innings they've scored a total of one run, one in the last 33 innings, in the last three games in the postseason for Tampa. That's amazing. So go get him Nathan Evaldi tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, Valdi on the mound. Go after him and, uh, and see if you can keep them down. I Araldis Chapman, you never know. Man, when he's on, he's just so overpowering. 14 pitches, 12 strikes. I mean, I, the last... <laughs> I mean, they were just they were just up there just swinging, weren't they? In those last couple yeah. of innings, like they were just like yeah. whatever. That was, that, was, that was a give up from Tampa Bay today. Thank you very much. That was that yeah. was a give up. They had, yeah, and that's the thing too. Imagine being a hitter. You're going from you know the soft stuff from the left side that you're seeing from Jordan Montgomery. You know the 82 mile an hour curveball, the 80 mile an hour changeup. Oh, here's 102 in your eye hole. You know that's I mean that that that's just the thing. So. 
you know, the Rangers were the aggressors today. I, I love the way that they played. You know, they, they, they were stealing bags early. They were the more aggressive of the two teams. And, you know, Tampa Bay looked like, you know, Tampa Bay, they were fighting with Baltimore to try to win the ALEs, but most likely they knew that, you know, they had a comfort level that they were going to be in the playoffs. And I think part of it may be that, you know, the Rangers have really been for the past, you know, two weeks have been playing playoff games where every game and every pitch has been so magnified. And I thought we saw that in today's game where the Rangers were the much sharper of the two uh, than Tampa Bay was, who as the Rays knew that they were going to be in the playoffs. The Rangers little, a little bit more of an edge to their play here today. Isn't that amazing that Evan Carter, you don't even bat an eye. You're like, get him no. in there. I mean, everybody yeah. just uh, uh, get him in the lineup. He makes a big play. I think that was the second inning diving mm-hmm. catch. And he goes two for two, two walks, look great at the plate, look, you know, just totally in command out there. Yep. And what is he, 21 years old? Like, 21, <laughs> yep. Yep, just a kid, just a baby. Just remarkable stuff. And uh, and he's, I mean, it's just, you really can't, there'll come a time next year where you just can't ever get him out of the lineup. Now right. they'll still platoon him and maybe hit for him late in games. Um, you know, when a lefty or whatever's out there, but it's, uh, uh, that to me watching him, that's been pretty neat. I mean, and that's just the thing. I mean, he came up here immediately, Matt, and it looked like he belonged. I mean, it it, it didn't seem like, you know, he was a 21 year old kid where, you know, his eyes were so big and, you know, he's such a humble guy and he's just like, I don't know, I just go out there and, and play baseball and just do what I've always done. So, you know, just to have the confidence. And, you know, he's usually a center fielder moving over to left field. You know, he, he makes that big play there uh, in the second inning to, to help save a run. And then, you know, <laughs> they call him three and two because he draws the full counts. And what does he do? The first two at bats, he draws full count walks. And, of course, gets the, gets the two doubles, too. And, boy, for your first playoff game to have that kind of performance, uh, he's going to have a real nice dinner tonight. And he's going to feel real good about himself heading into game two tomorrow afternoon. That's for sure. All right, Mike Peasley joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Pease, what's your uh, – do you have a college football assignment this weekend? I always kind of like to see where you are. You have sideline duties at a lot of these games, and then sometimes I'll see on Facebook or Twitter, you know, a picture of kind of where you are uh, across the country. Uh, where do they have you this weekend? Uh, they've got me nowhere because uh, the Dallas Mavericks, I'm not sure if you know, uh, they're in Abu Dhabi, and uh, we start some NBA preseason basketball this weekend. Oh, we got games wow. on a Thursday and Saturday. So we got Mavericks and Timberwolves. So uh, college football has to uh, take a step back now as uh, we're getting ready to go full-fledged uh, Mav season beginning on Thursday morning. Hard to believe okay. that the NBA season's already here. Yeah, it is Abu Dhabi. That's right. I saw some of the I saw some of the uh, pictures as they head over there for a couple of games. I don't know what's the time over there. Like, is it uh, is that way off Let's, from ours or um, not too it, bad? Because it, because the game is at eleven o'clock our time, and I think it's seven o'clock p.m. at their time. So we're looking at okay. what eight hours? They're eight hours ahead. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be uh, that, that's that's good. I still would wish they would let you do your college. I know I know this has to be the priority, but I like seeing you out there on the road. I'd like to see you yeah. at a Baylor Texas Tech game, Joey yeah. versus Dave Aranda. Used to be on the Baylor staff. That's going <laughs> to be is. a fun game. Yeah. And this Texas OU thing, 
Uh, Mike, that's uh, we're not used to seeing both teams being in this mm-hmm. kind of shape, right? Being ranked one third, one eleventh. Yeah, this undefeated. I don't think we've seen this since two thousand eleven. So should be a should be a fun day for college football Saturday. Absolutely, and it's going to be a beautiful day too. The cold front's going to come through. I think the temperatures are going to be in the seventies. Uh, at the State Fair, ESPN's College Game Day is going to be there. And you know Oklahoma remembers what happened to them last year at the hands of the mm. Longhorns. So typically this is a game that is awfully tight, uh, awfully competitive, no matter what the rankings are, what, what, the, what the team's records are, last year notwithstanding, because that one was certainly uh, an outlier in favor of the Longhorns. But that's going to be a real intriguing football game coming up Saturday morning at the Cotton Bowl, that's for sure. Uh, how do you feel about Evaldi? You brought him up, been a great leader for this team. You know, has since he's come back, he's been shaky at times, like a lot of people in this pitching staff. What do you? How do you kind of feel going into the situation this particular matchup tomorrow, two oh eight? Because to me, this becomes hugely important to go ahead and get game two, get on out of there, because in that game three situation. Uh, you forced at least a game three, but we know anything can happen in that situation. Yeah, and most likely, too, Matt, if you do go to game three, the Rangers probably would go back to Dane Dunning, who would be pitching yeah. on a three days rest for the second consecutive start. So I think you would like to avoid that if possible. But, you know, Nathan Navaldi had a really good start against Tampa Bay earlier this year. But again, that was pre-injury. Uh, the post-injury, he hasn't been himself. And you know, a little bit better here in the last couple of outings coming down the stretch. So the way I look at it tomorrow, Matt, can you get five innings? Can can Nathan Evaldi give me five innings of maybe, say, two-run baseball? Because behind him now, you've got arrested Andrew Heaney. You've got Josh Spores ready to go as well. And, you know, if needed, maybe even a Jose LeClerc if you need, a, uh, you know, an emergency inning to close things out. As you said, uh, he only threw 18 pitches. I think you want to stay stay away from Araldis Chapman because we have certainly seen uh, the struggles that he has had, particularly this year, of pitching on back-to-back days. But if you can get five out of Evaldi, you get a couple innings there uh, from from Andrew Heaney, and then, you know, Spores and LeClerc close it out. And, you know, you see if the offense can do a little damage there against, uh, you know, Zach Eflin tomorrow. And, you know, maybe then we're, you know, they're all getting on an airplane and heading to Baltimore to get ready for the division series. But you're right. They definitely, they want to wrap things up uh, tomorrow mm-hmm. and not have a, not have a, you know, a deciding game three where you're starting a pitcher on a short rest for the second consecutive start. Hey, by the way, seeing the Mavs and being around them, those Mavs rookies, like how much is going to be asked of those players? Like they, they seemingly, they need to step in and have pretty uh, important roles right away. You don't always want to have to lean on rookies, um, you know, like that. Uh, I'm just kind of curious, as you kind of think about this lineup and what it's going to look like, um, are you you feeling okay as we get closer to the season? Um, Just always fascinating to watch these other things happen, see Dame end up with Milwaukee, see these trades, and then kind of to think, okay, how do the Mavs fit into all of this? As we get, a, mm-hmm. as you did your uh, duties the other day, like media day, what, what what kind of vibe did you get from being around this team? I think there's there's still some uncertainty about you know what this team is going to be. Obviously, we know what this team's weakness was. Uh, it was defense and rebounding. 
Uh, so that's why you go out there, you get a lively, you go get an Omax that, that you know, can, that can defend as well. That's why I think this preseason, the Mavs have four preseason games uh, coming up. I think it's, these games take on a little more importance than, you know, normal preseason games when you kind of figure out what your rotation is going to be. Uh, I think, you know, Jason Kidd is going to mix and match just to see, you know, how does Lively play alongside, uh, you know, Luca and Kyrie and, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr. And, you know, what where Maxi Kleba is going to fit in, you know, what Omax can do as well. But I think those guys are going to help. I mean, Lively is just, you know, he's just a rim protector. I mean, he's 7-1 and he is so yeah. long. And that is certainly something the Mavericks have desperately needed, really, ever since, you know, Tyson Chandler left. Uh, so I'm really intrigued here. They, usually I don't get too wrapped up, Matt, in preseason basketball. It's like, get me to the regular season. This mm-hmm. preseason, though, I think it takes on a little more importance just to see exactly what the Mavs have in these guys and, you know, how the young guys integrate, uh, you know, alongside Luka and, and Kyrie and some of the other veteran guys. All right. Uh, twins up 3-1. to one. Uh, end of six. Okay, going to the seventh inning in Minneapolis. Uh, twins up three to one in that one. And uh, Pease, we lost a great friend in uh, Frito. I, I, I almost have to keep saying this to make it true. I, it's you know extremely sad for us. I'm trying to kind of work through this, and you know we did get an extra three years with him after just a horrible episode that he had with his heart and just a lot of things he went through. And we, you saw him. He wasn't quite himself, at least physically. Yeah. Mentally, he was still there, still funny, still, you know, and I just have been struck by how many different, whether it be young people, guys our age, he just impacted so many people, radio, out in Allen, the ticket, obviously you and I at ESPN 103.3, and then guys that are out at that freak now. Um, I, I just was, uh, he, he really did make a huge impact and I, I still can't believe he's gone, but I would be remiss if I didn't bring up our good friend, uh, uh, who we, uh, who we lost on uh, Sunday evening. Yeah, it was, it was really tough to, uh, you know, wake up to that news, um, here a couple of days ago because, you know, he, he had just had a birthday just, just a few days ago. Cause I think his birthday is about three days before mine. So you know, reached out to him and you know, wished him a happy birthday. And it's just, it's, it is so devastating because as you said, he was a guy that, you know, impacted a lot of people, you know, he was big with, with special Olympics and, you know, ever mm-hmm. since, you know, the, the, the incident that, that he had, you know, I, we were the, we were worried that we were going to lose him then. And then, you know, yeah. like seemingly everything was, was okay. And it was just kind of a, you know, it was a huge body blow just, just to read that news. So uh, he's mm-hmm. desperately missed. And let me tell you my favorite Frito story, just because I have, the, I have my daughter in the car with me. Uh, she yeah. turned one, and we invited some of the uh, coworkers over to her first birthday party, and Frito was one of them. So Frito's gift to my one-year-old daughter was a 7-Eleven gift card. I imagine he was driving to the house. He's like, I don't have a gift for this kid. What am I going to get her? Mm-hmm. Oh, here's a 7-Eleven. So we stopped mm-hmm. at the 7-Eleven, got her a 7-Eleven gift card. I'm like, I don't remember anything else that my daughter got for her first birthday, but I certainly remember Frito giving her a 7-Eleven gift card. So we <laughs> laughed about that you know, for forever, <laughs> 7-Eleven gift card. So, uh, yeah. again, Frito was the best, and, you know, no one ever said a bad thing about that guy. And, again, we are going to miss him terribly here. 
Yeah, yeah, that checks out. He used to be, he used to manage and work at convenience stores, like right when he got out of college at SFA. So it's Seven Eleven card. Yeah, he had a hookup. He had a hookup. Right, he didn't even he didn't even buy that gift card. I I kind of like to know what you got for your daughter at the Seven Eleven as a one year old. I think maybe that'd have been a good time to check out that first Seven Eleven hot dog or something along those lines. <laughs> Nothing better than giving a one year old girl a Seven Eleven hot dog. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think I started pretty early on those, by the way, in Kaufman County, but uh, and those nachos, some of that ballpark nachos that they would have with the cheese uh, had been around oh, for sure. a little bit. But uh, well, Mike, have a have a good call, man. I was ready to to lock in on college football. You're right. Uh, Mavs are starting up Abu Dhabi. Uh, here it comes, and uh, uh, appreciate your versatility. Straight from baseball to basketball, and we'll be listening to you on the Mavs Radio Network. Thank you for doing this. Hey, you bet. Always great touching base with you, mostly. Have a great day. You bet. There he goes, Mike Peasley. Rangers Radio Network over at like the 105.3, and then he goes over to the Freak. I, I believe that's where the Mavs are these days, and does the Mavs Radio Network. It does all the pre- and post-game, and he also does some play-by-play. When uh, when um, our man has to be out, uh, he can step in, do some really good Mavs play-by-play, talking about Cooperstein, of course. All right, um, we have uh, we've had a big day. Uh, Rangers win four to nothing, and they had numerous chances to blow the thing wide open. I started to worry at one point about like if that was going to come back to haunt them. It did not. Chapman was great. Leclerc was fine. Uh, Leclerc did have that weird just just kind of out of the blue, just walked you know four straight pitches, but. Uh, he came back and was fine and got out of the inning. And uh, Montgomery's the big story. Um, Jordan Montgomery goes out uh, there in St. Petersburg, Florida, in front of that uh, weird little crowd that they have out there, and it's not much of a crowd. And he went seven innings, six hits, no runs allowed, and uh, he's just he's just five strikeouts. He just mixed his stuff up. It was a masterpiece. It really was. And then he did a had a diving catch on a bunt um, that was uh, a huge part in the game. Um, saved a run on a Jose Siri bunt attempt in the second inning with one, one out and runners on the corners. And Siri is uh, very, very fast. And he popped a bunt up the first baseline. I, what are you doing up there with runners on first and third and one out? If you're the Rays and you're bunting Jose Siri, I mean, just craziness. And Montgomery jumped off the mound and and had a backhand catch. Evan Carter also had a beautiful catch, um, and that that was a diving catch in the outfield in the second inning. I mean, it was. Uh, it was really, really good stuff for the Rangers. Also, the Lowe brothers reunited, Aaron. I don't know if you caught that one. Nathaniel and Josh Lowe, brother versus brother in this playoff series. All right, we'll wrap it up and uh, say goodnight to you. The dismount is next. 
The Bears are back home at McLean Stadium this Saturday, hosting Coach Joey McGuire and the Texas Tech Red Raiders on Go Gold Weekend in Waco. 5 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show with a 7 p.m. kickoff. Join John, JJ, and Ricky for all the play-by-play. It's the Bears and the Red Raiders. Big 12 football this Saturday, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. You'll enjoy great food and great service before or after a Baylor football or basketball game at the Brazos Landing. Located within walking distance from McLean Stadium and Baylor's new Foster Pavilion, don't wait in traffic. Enjoy a meal on the water at the Brazos Landing. Reservations welcome. And for Baylor home games, park your car at the Brazos Landing for $50 and get that $50 back as voucher for your upscale dining experience. It's the Brazos Landing where I-35 and the Brazos River meet. Are you stuck in a nine to five trap with a limited pay structure and feel like there's no way out, but you know that you're destined for greater things? At Globe Life Giddens Organization, opportunity is unlimited. My name's Parker, a recent Baylor alum who is looking to be in business for myself, but not by myself. And I'm not only on my way to make over six figures within my first year, but I'm building residual income while doing so. We're looking for competitive, motivated individuals to join our team. For career opportunity, text GLOBE to 41372. GLOBE to 41372. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com family owned and operated lnv auto repair goes the extra mile to make sure the job is done right the first time lnv auto repair services all makes and models and they specialize in air conditioning service suspension repair brakes cooling systems transmission and total engine replacement they will perform a complete diagnosis of your problem so you will know how much the repair will cost before they even turn a wrench open six days a week including saturday eight until one lnv auto repair 1000 north loop drive waco 254-235-3885 Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, 
This is Eric Sakura at Sakura Family Ford with my favorite cousin, Clint Sakura. Thanks, Eric. You've seen us on our TV commercials over the years, but our dads are always doing the talking. Now it's finally our turn to invite you to come see us for your next vehicle. Wait, hold on, Eric. Do you think there's a reason that we only get to talk on the radio? Uh, probably because the grandkids are cuter on TV. <laughs> That's true. Take the Sakura exit in West and come see us at Sakura Family Ford where our, our family makes the difference. difference. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, it is the Dismount. I want to remind you about uh, Wit Building Supply. Same great quality, same great prices. Two great locations uh, in Gatesville and Marlin. Gatesville, 1411 North Highway 36, Bypass North. Marlin, 1204 Highway 6. Commitment to quality and customer satisfaction we strive to exceed your expectations and visit that new uh, and uh, second location in Marlin, uh, of course, just down the road from higher prices. That is Wit Building Supplies. All right, uh, got to say good night to you, um, Aaron. The player of the game. Let's see, Rangers player of the game. I don't know who who came up with this because the player of the game was Jordan Montgomery, but <clears throat> Evan Carter uh, has been chosen. And uh, the youngest batter in MLB history to reach safely four times in a postseason debut. Two for two at the plate. Um, did he have two doubles? Jeez. I, don't, I just remember thinking one was a single. Okay. One run, um, two walks, and a stolen base. Welcome to the postseason, Evan Carter. And he does that at 21 years, 35 days. And I only beat people. Josh Naylor did something like this and Dylan Carlson. I barely even, yeah. All right. It is uh, the Matt Mosley Show. Tomorrow, the game is at 2.08. We'll be back to react to all of it. Join us at 3 tomorrow. John Morris at 2 o'clock. Everybody have a great evening. Thank you, Aaron. Good night. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, how about those West Virginia Mountaineers sitting at 2-0 in Big 12 conference play? They're 4-1 in 